Hello friends, welcome to Play Along Podcast, the podcast where we play through games. Oh, beautiful. Well, Ben, you have to add, you have to add in as well. Um nailed it. Game. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm one of your hosts, Jared, and I'm here with my other two hosts, Kai and Ben. How are you both doing today? With our, our our not quartet. What's it with three people? What's Tri-tet. what's that called when three people sing? Is that a, is there a name for that? A trio. A tri. Mm, uh, I, I that feels fake. So. A trio. A trio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A trio. Uh, but good. Yeah. I was saying to you pre-recording. I had my brother over. Uh, we played the quarry together. We also played Shredder's Revenge. Me, Ellie, and nice. my brother. And that was absolutely brilliant. If you haven't played it, you should go play it. Isn't cool. it? Isn't it six-player co-op? Isn't like six-player six local player co-op? co-op. That's crazy. And local and online, you That's can play wild. six player with up to randos. Um, and you like level the turtles up, so you gain experience. Oh, I didn't know there was like a level system in there. Yeah, it, it doesn't. Um, it just does things like it gives you alternate specials and lets you do mm. specials in midair and stuff like that. Do you um, know if you could yeah. like split? Like, could you do local and online? Could you play like with someone on the couch and with someone online at the same time? I don't know if that's a thing. I or it's like you're either playing online or you're playing locally. I I think it's I one or the other. I'm not entirely okay. sure. I know nothing about this game. Um, but I thought you needed six yeah. people. I thought it was like minimum. <laughs> and it was like oh no, you can with play with online. six people. It'd be pretty minimum like, six people. Like, okay, we're gonna make a game, but you need six people locally to play with you. It's like I don't have enough yeah, friends. Yeah, could you imagine that'd be wild? Have to work that would be off that'd be crazy. And I don't know how that would go. <laughs> Post an ad on Facebook Marketplace. Need friends for yeah. Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, it's got it's got like um, dip in and dip out multiplayer, so you can come and no, go that's cool. These and like yeah, yeah. But it's I good good old time. How are you? How are you, Kai? Coffee? Good. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing. Me too. Right. I I didn't go to Anime Expo. Yesterday. I had a banana earlier. I just I. Okay. I did. It was a great time. Yeah, it was fun. It was it was my first expo that I've gone to and. Uh, I didn't realize that it was the first anime expo since 2019, so there was a lot of people there. Everyone oh, was very okay, excited yeah. for anime expo to be back. Uh, I think day one was a lot busier than the the second day. There was like people talking and issues that there was like too much crowding. I think on day one, the fire department actually said they weren't letting any more people in because there was too many people. Okay. Yeah, it was wild. Uh, day two was not as bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it was a great time. I absolutely loved it. I want to go next year a, again. I took a blower motor out of my car. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we all had great weekends. What is that? What is that? What is that? A fan motor that attaches to your yeah. air conditioning and heating. It's a thing that blows air at you. Uh, mine is broken, and I take it out to fix it. And well, that's I went, pretty self-explanatory. That's too broken for me. Uh, so then I bought a new one. <laughs> that, that's my story. We all had wonderful weekends. Such great weekends. <laughs> tell, tell them about who we yeah. are, Jared. Yeah, if you don't know, this is your this first is <laughs> first episode of Blaylog Podcast. podcast. <laughs> uh, we are a weekly... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, we are a weekly podcast that plays through games in kind of like a book club format. What we'll do is each one of us will take turns choosing a game. We'll then split that game into sections and then come together each week and 
talk about that section. We'll recant what happens in the narrative. We'll talk about all the story beats. We do go into heavy spoilers in this podcast. And then at the end, we kind of talk about how we felt about the game and how we're feeling about the game in general from section to section. Uh, if that's something that's interesting to you, follow us on social media. Anywhere you find our podcast, our link tree has all of our socials in it. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Go follow us on there. And hey, if you like it, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast, Good Pods, Spotify. That was the one. I don't know why I forgot about, <laughs> forgot about that one. Uh, yeah, it makes us happy, and it gives more people an option, opportunity to find us. Not an option. Thank an you. You can find us and still yeah. choose. Not for me. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not a dictatorship, you know. <laughs> No, if you yeah. find us, you have to listen, and then you have the to find rules. leave a five star review. Mm-hmm. That's these are yeah. the rules and the conditions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the last episode, we talked about Kirby's Dream Course, our kind of interstitial. So, in between our our large series that we do, we do kind of one off games. In the last episode, we did talk about Kirby's Dream Course. Uh, we all seem to have a really fun time with it. But go listen to that episode to hear our thoughts. We somehow managed to. Uh, Talk about Kirby's Dream Course for two hours or so, which, yeah. <laughs> which is yeah. never never surprising with us. No, it, it yeah, arises, game, and I don't know how we did it, but we honest. did it, and it was a grand old time. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers, it was a good Spoilers for our thoughts. We all really enjoyed Kirby's Dream Course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Kirby Paul. Like, well, well, yeah. you, you can't go wrong. Or or you golf, know. as I guess some people some people call it. Yeah. I've come around to the pool test, idea now. Yeah, which, it, it's uh, more it's more uh, the pool. Friday night. It does. And I was like, you want to play some oh, okay. Kirby? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I called it Dreamland. So are you still <laughs> inebriated? <laughs> I think I called it Kirby Dreamland. I don't remember. You had to correct me. And you were like, of course. And I was like, I yeah, you called it. You know what I mean? Uh, we didn't end up playing it. We, we ended up playing Pokemon. Yeah, it basic, does. But it was an option. It, it was on the table. But it does pass the inebriation test. It is a fun game to play Very in rarely, whatever mindset that you're in. Uh, another episode. That's true. I very nearly. I That's very true. Nearly went back to it. I, I, I have. I have played Kirby's Dream Course since we finished it for the podcast. So if that says anything, then then there you go. Uh, the other episode to check out is we that last month's get wrecked that I did with Mike from the Showboys podcast. We talked about uh, Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle and Banner Saga. It was really fun to talk about those two games. Uh, we keep getting, like accidentally having themes. Like we're like, oh, we'll do themes, and then it doesn't work out, and then sometimes it'll just happen. Like these are both strategy games. These are both done by well-known developers and have well-known composers mm-hmm. in them too. So it was funny how that kind of worked out. But yeah, go check that out because it was it was fun. It was yeah. a grand old time. Grand old time. Grand old time. But now we're going to get into the Woo! game that we're playing for Woo! this week. Our brand new main series which is the quarry yes so we are playing the quarry right now and what we do in the beginning of all of our main series is we go around and kind of gauge our own experience with the games prior to playing for the podcast. Um, so, Ben, had you heard of The Quarry? Had you known anything about it before playing it? Let the people know. So, it had slipped under my radar somehow. Um, it was one of those things that I had heard was being developed. Yeah. And then I was listening to... A podcast, I can't remember which one. Somebody was like, "Oh yeah, I'm playing The Quarry. It just came out." And I was like, "Oh, well, yeah, it's co- they were like looking forward to it. It's coming out." And I was like, 
mm-hmm. oh shit yeah that releases like two weeks time holy fuck um familiar with all of the other supermassive games of this style yeah. until dawn was it until dawn man and madan house of ashes and, and little hope yes yes yeah the dark pictures um, anthology was those last three yes yeah so familiar with those um until dawn i've not played any of them watched extensive playthroughs of all of them until dawn was great mm. i didn't really like man of madan or little hope but house of ashes was very good mm. um and so was excited when i found out we were playing Macquarie. yeah yeah very very similar i'm very familiar with supermassive games i played until dawn which is great out of the dark pictures anthology i have only played man of madan that was kind of the first one that introduced kind of this couch co-op aspect to it where two people can control a variety of characters and we'll kind of give it get into the basis of the game in a second um but yeah i didn't really follow the the development what piqued my interest and what i noticed is a lot of people calling this like not necessarily a spiritual successor but almost back to the roots of until dawn until Dawn mm-hmm. was followed very much like tropey slasher films of the 80s. And the Dark Pictures, Pictures Anthology kind of dipped away from that and kind of focused on more supernatural events that happen in, in a variety of places in the world. So so the quarry kind of goes back to that the roots that Until Dawn uh, established. And that's kind of what I was like. I was like, okay, like, I, I like that. I really loved Until Dawn and what it did and how it created uh, uh, choice and how your choices actually matter and have effect in the story. So, yeah, I, and I... I'm excited to start talking about it. What about you, Kai? Yeah, it's just, yeah. Before I... No, I was just going to say it's a very, it's that very like um, campy, supernatural yeah. woods atmosphere. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I do not uh, pay as close attention as maybe I should to video game news. I didn't know this was being developed or even existed, to be honest, until uh, <laughs> the very smart people at who I'm assuming are the, who's the publisher of this? Do we know? Do we know? Quickly. 2K. 2K. Brilliant people. 2K. Who published this game. Uh, did a marketing campaign on Twitch where they gave a bunch of Twitch streamers early access to the quarry uh, in, you know, as a promotional thing. And they all started playing it. And I am a Twitch chatter. Yeah. And I saw some lol on Twitch if you're there. Um, but I'm there religiously almost every day. And so I was like, oh, this game exists. That's that's nice. Uh, <laughs> and I had played through, uh, as we talked about, Until Dawn and then Man of Madon. I enjoyed both of those games. I liked the... Uh, mechanics of, of kind of the choose your mm-hmm. own story adventure but like really high quality um and so i was like i needed a game desperately for the podcast because uh, i'm terrible at planning these things and i was like oh thank god <laughs> something just came out uh, and so i was like yeah let's do this this seems this seems fun this seems good this seems interesting mm-hmm. oh, yeah, that's that sweet sweet, sweet, sweet algorithm. algorithm yeah right Kai, Kai is just yeah, Kai is the designated clout goblin on the podcast. We're gonna we're gonna cover it now. Uh, yeah. So a little bit about the quarry. So it just released this year. I think like last month or the month before. Yeah, yeah it was know. literally only like a week like, or a bit ago. Yeah, yeah. Not not too long ago at all. For most consoles, I think PS5, PS4, Xbox, the series, and then PC as well. Uh, like we said, developed by... Do not by... buy it on PC. Oh, is the PC port bad? Oh, it's so bad. I'll get into it later, I guess, but it's fucking I guess awful. not a port. Wow, interesting. Uh, as we said, developed by Supermassive Games, published by 2K. Uh, and apparently you should not play the PC version, because it's terrible. Do you know specifically what's wrong with the PC version, or...? Everything. It just doesn't even run. You just buy it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> No, okay. I, I'll I'll talk about it now. So, um, 
for starters, I bought it and installed it on Steam. Oh. When you boot it up, you have to go through the 2K launcher. You can't just launch it through Steam. Mm. So you play it through Steam, which launches the 2K launcher, which then plays the game. So confusing, so annoying. Wow. We initially were playing it on Steam Link in the front room. Me and my brother were playing it because I was like, I've got a nice big TV. I've got the ambi lights. It'll be all nice and atmospheric. Yeah. And there was a lot of lagging and a lot of issues. And so I was like, maybe it's the internet connection. So we came through to my spare room where the PC is, played it on the TV in here. Same issue. There is so much lagging and frame drops in the PC version of this game that it is actually at some points like fucking unplayable that's so unfortunate there's also um audio sync issues so their lips won't match up with what's being said or they'll be saying they'll be saying a line but they'll be mouthing the line beforehand just like completely out of time and ever so often there'll also be random points where they'll be talking and they'll be like oh hey we're going over here and someone will say something but like that line wasn't supposed to be said then so then the camera will cut to where it's supposed to be said and they'll be like oh hey we're going over here so like you hear it before it's supposed to be said to be like the the best way to run it yes yeah that's what i was gonna say i mean you say that but i mean like look at recent history like cyberpunk um this um, no Man's Sky, I think, was a really shit PC launch as well. There's been a couple I've of like shit my entire life. But they, like PC gamers are amazing. Like console gamers are little bitches. Well, fuck you, PC gamers, because it seems that in recent history my shit is rocking <laughs> yours. So fuck you and your nerd mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, I yeah. mean, and, uh, and it was yeah, we played this on PS5 years. and it worked f- flawless, flawlessly. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'll say, like, before I bought the game, I checked the PC requirements. I had enough to run it, not on ultra, but to run it on high. Mm. Um, I tried it at ultra. I tried it at high. I ended up playing it at medium, and I was still getting dropped frames. It's not my PC. It's an in-game issue. And when I looked it up on uh, Google, I just Googled, like, the quarry dropped frame rate. And it was just people on Reddit and Steam constantly like, why is the game dropping? Why is the game dropping? So it's something to do with the PC version itself. Mm. Um, hopefully they'll patch it. But like Kai said, like, these are built on PCs. They, yeah. Exactly. They're built on PCs and then put over it, to consoles and stuff like that. So. I also want to throw out there that this game came out, what, a month and a half ago, maybe a couple weeks ago. Who knows what it is? It's a, it's a mystery to everyone. Uh, yeah, I, this game is seventy bucks <laughs> on PS5. Seventy buckaroos, which well, that's yeah, that's PS5. the that's the PS5 tax, yeah. Seventy dollars, you know, mm-hmm. it's fine. You know, we run an incredibly world-renowned, successful podcast, so it's it's fine for us. Um, <laughs> okay, June. Uh, the game came out June tenth. Not a long time ago. Okay, June tenth. Seventy dollars. Okay, it's like free weeks. We yeah. log on to the fucking yeah. PS5 to play Jude the first time, and they're like, yeah. hey. For seventeen ninety nine, you can have additional content. It's not even. It is an add on pack. Like add on pack. I already yeah. spent seventy dollars. I should have the add on pack. And we went through the add on pack, and it was like clothing adjustments. It was like not. Yeah, it was like skins for like. Do you want to like play skins. through like an eighty style of yeah. this game? I'm like, I just spent so much goddamn money, and now I'm gonna spend more money so that I can have like four features I should have had in the original game in the first place. That's some poor shit, but. 
I mean, and and not only that, because I was listening to another podcast where they uh, talk about a, a, that similar issue with that kind of boot up screen and then showing the DLC or add on content. It was like, I haven't even started your game yet. Like, at least show me that at the end when I'm like done. And it's like, oh, here's some more content. Like, I'm excited. Like, cool. I like this game. I have more content. But like at well, the beginning, I haven't even started playing it yet. Imagine my surprise when I paid for my game and it doesn't. And then they're like, do you want more of this? But it's just as bad. So I mean, yeah. Do you want more? Do you do you want more of this? So <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I got lucky. I got lucky. I bought it from CD Keys, which if anyone oh, nice. buys digital codes, CD Keys are a great site. They do PC, Nintendo, everything. Um, and I paid forty-seven pound. Okay. a copy bad. of the game and a DLC um, mm. but I mean and if I'd gone full price I would have paid 50 quid for the PC version of this game right um, so I only saved myself like a fiver and yeah it's it's not in a good state whatsoever well hopefully when they push out the because uh, the online cop is not in the game at the moment supermassive is still working on that version of it and it's supposed to come out at a later date hopefully when they kind of do that they kind of patch up any kind of technical issues they have with all of the versions like i said we didn't have any issues really at all there was some like the facial animations on certain characters are, are a little off but i don't know if that's necessarily a technical issue and more just the facial animation in general but um yeah that sucks well hopefully they like i said have a patch for it and all you pc players that are playing it out there Compared uh, to Martha's sorry, Dead, that sucks. This game is a masterclass in development. That's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You're if like, you've played Martha's amazing. Dead right before playing this, this game will blow your fucking Which mind. Shadows are rendering. <laughs> okay, guys, let's get in. <laughs> exactly. Not when you like walk past them. Uh, okay, hey guys, we're gonna pause for an ad break. Uh, when we come back, we'll be talking about the narrative of the, the quarry. Mm-hmm. Yes, the narrative of this game. Yes, which, it, like, like we had stated in the beginning, is honestly pretty straightforward. Like, we talked about Until Dawn and kind of the idea of, and like, 80s slasher film, kids go to cabin, stay in cabin, bad thing happen. That is that is the, the base level of, of the narrative pro, of this game. So far. So far, so right, exactly. Science. So far. We had, we had a prologue that was a little different. Everywhere. If it was a traditional '80s movie, they'd just show up to camp and be like, yeah. camp, blah blah blah." There's this weird, right, right. There was a little bit of a uh, little sprinkle, sprinkle before. Yeah. Oh, Do you want to discuss right those? Into it, oh, gone, guy, gone. Oh, I was going to talk oh, about okay. like streamer mode and all of that, that stuff because like those are really, really cool touches. Yeah. Yeah. The streamer. So this game is littered with licensed music, like. Uh, there is licensed music that's playing all over the place all the time. So this game does have a streamer mode. So if you are streaming said game, that music will not be present. I don't know if it's replaced with other music. I don't know. Okay, more than cool. likely, or that's why it's taken out completely. Either it's just happy birthday. So like, there's lots of scenes, especially like in the beginning oh, and yeah. in that like prologue. <laughs> <laughs> just a bunch of fair use music that they got off the internet, and they're just like happy doing birthday that. is not fair use. Is it not? It's licensed. You, you're oh, technically yeah. every time you send happy birthday to someone, you're supposed to pay royalties. Is that why like restaurants have like their version of happy birthday that they sing differently when they like clap at yeah. you, mm-hmm. and they yeah. clap so the FBI can't hear? <laughs> if we clap louder, they won't hear us stealing their music. <laughs> um, they have a they have a uh, streamer mode which replaces yeah. the music. It doesn't, unfortunately, I don't think, do what I would have loved to have done, which is. Um, the Telltale games, 
had a feature where if you were streaming you could have audience polls where the audience chose the outcome of certain events that would be quite cool to have in something like the quarry um, mm-hmm. i don't know how you program it though that might be i also wouldn't know how that would work because in some instances some decisions are time-based so i don't know how you would be able to get a poll up and like voted on enough before your time ran out for your decision yeah i i don't know entirely how it worked with the telltale ones i know the right. batman one had it i don't know if they that would be really cool though or like if chat um, could enter yeah. like add on to like decisions i guess you can kind of do that like if it's not like immediately time sensitive and you just have a decision you can just like ask chat like hey which one should i do but if there's a feature integrated where yeah. like I chat mean, can only... vote that would be awesome too yeah the, the only ones i've seen that are time sensitive are to do with like saving people and stuff mm-hmm. um but most of them have been just kind of a screen with a character's face on yeah just like smiling or doing yeah. a dumb face as the camera kind of like gets closer yeah. to it <laughs> yeah uh, they sort of just stand there they're like yeah I mean, clearly they were thinking of streaming, Uh, (laughs) I don't know, like a main release strategy for this, because they did a lot of work giving this to streamers, getting streamers to play Mm -hmm. and paying them to promote the game, having a streamer mode in there. Like, I mean, not to say this, but like streaming is is great, but it's not a very big market. Like, overall, if you look at all of media, streaming is a very small, Mm -hmm. odd segmented area like if you're advertising for your game yeah and especially the people they chose to play this game were not who i would have expected like it wasn't the biggest like they weren't having fucking xqc play Mm -hmm. this game and mischief they were just like going and having kind of like medium-sized tier streamers right great like super cool i mean i hope people enjoyed it but it was it's interesting that that people target the streaming community so heavily it worked it worked. That's why right. we're playing it. So yes, cool, I guess they know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because Kai saw it on the stream, but and I he's mean, like, "We're gonna play that." Yeah. But speaking of playing, you guys are yeah. playing it couch co-op entirely. I played couch co-op mm-hmm. um, yesterday with my brother. I will have to continue playing couch co-op, but just play both of the characters because I can't <laughs> carry on my save file from right. the solo playthrough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, couch co-op was was really great actually. Yeah, like like I said, Kai, Kai and I kind of got introduced to that with Man of Madon and having each person kind of pick a selection of characters. Um, and so the characters that that Kai was playing as, and these this is the cast for for the game. Kai was playing as Laura, Emma, Nick, and Jacob, and then I have Abigail, Caitlin, Dylan, and Ryan. Um, and a lot best girl, just abigail is best girl i i 100 agree um, i did recognize a couple of these voice actors by the way um, or actors they're all they're so all actors abigail, yeah abigail is played by the girl who played or the woman i should say who plays alex from modern family um i think her, ariel ariel winter is her name area winter yeah caitlin is played i only know this because ellie Bre- recently rewatched brenda, it brenda song she's played Brenda Son, who is London mm-hmm. in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. If anyone remembers that show, she is in that. Um, there's a couple of people you don't get to play as. Mr. H, Chris, he's played by David Arquette, who's in the Scream series. Yeah. Who is also, if you want to read a really crazy story, David Arquette was also former WCW World Heavyweight Champion. Wait, was, was he? In a, <laughs> he was also in a death match wrestling match with a guy called Nick Gage, and he got his throat cut, and he was bleeding very profusely. 
crazy story if you want to go read on that. I did but not yeah. know he he wrestled. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Not just wrestled. World heavyweight. World champion. heavyweight champion. He does, he does not now look he's like in he our, now he's in our uh, video game. Numbers. He looks like he's like five four and maybe like a hundred and thirty no. pounds. But well, he is a he is a wet he is a wet blanket in this game. So I mean, he's not. He's a he yeah. is a, a real. A lot of these other people, I unfortunately didn't recognize. But um, yeah, those I, were the two. As soon as I heard Abigail, I was like, "That really Rhea, sounds like Rhea Alex from Modern Family." Characters, Lo and behold, uh, uh, playground style, uh, which means that yeah, dot, dodgeball, dodgeball, dodgeball playground, playground, playground style, style, where we were team captains and Jared picked first, so we did not end up with the characters we necessarily wanted. Yeah. <laughs> the ones we received, nonetheless. But that is how right. life See, works we, sometimes. That's it. Some somebody has Jacob to be last, I guess. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Jacob. Um, but yeah, Jacob's a dick. But we'll get onto that. Um, we just randomly allocated our characters. Mm. So I had, um, I had Abigail, Emma, Nick, mm. and. I want to say Dylan. Dylan. Um, Dylan's and then my great. Brother, Dylan's my brother my favorite. Had the rest. Uh, the other character that I recognized is uh, Ryan, who is oh his name, but he played in Detective, Detective Pikachu. He's the main character. Just, oh, just, Justin, shit. Justin Smith. Is that his name? The president. Justin Trudeau. I think Prime Minister. I don't know if that's his name. <laughs> he moonlights. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he, now, he now played in Detective Pikachu. Now you said so that, I, I recognize, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, they're Ryan all, they plays. all have been actors. Yeah, definitely. Ryan Ryan is one of my favorite characters. Well, I love the, Ryan dearly. The and boy in the beginning, him. in the prologue, oh, he was in like... He's also kind of a wet blanket. Everything. That dude has been in so many different movies and TV shows. Yeah, um, Mark, Matt. Oh, yeah, he's been in like... Mark, he played. Think, yeah. He played the yeah, son in every comedy for like ten year period when he was a kid. Yeah, right. One of them yeah. ones. If any, if any of you watch Psych, yeah, he, he plays young, young like uh, Sean. He wasn't the he wasn't the better young Sean. I'm gonna be honest. There was, there was some better choices that they made, but he did it. He <laughs> yeah, I am. I am nodding as I don't know what that did. Who that is. And I'm going to move on to the movie mode because this was the most interesting mode for me. I haven't tried, yeah. but I want to try. Yeah, we haven't um, tried it either. So essentially, from what I understand into looking about it, what the fuck was that? Um, you essentially determine the characteristics of each character. You decide how you want them to act, whether they look for fins intensively or if they don't look for fins or if they're clumsy or not clumsy. And then you essentially hit play and the game simulates the entire game as a movie and you just sit back and watch it unfold. There's no choices or QTEs. It does it all for you. Um, which I think is going to be interesting because I may do multiple playthroughs of this game just to kind yeah. of see how, how those roles go. go. And yeah, I think the quarry is about 10 hours, so... Yeah, it not long at nice. all. <clears throat> it'll be nice to have no, it'd be nice to have that movie mode and be able to just kind of sit back and chill and, and watch Finns mm -hmm. see how they go different. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that that was really cool and interesting that you can do that. Could kind of, and I think that's good for like a second playthrough because you can kind of change the way that characters act, maybe deviate from kind of their stereotypes or maybe lean into some of their stereotypes because a lot of these characters kind of fit the bill for you know the jock and the art artsy one. They kind of fit those stereotypes for characters in this time mm-hmm. too. Hot, um, hot, but yeah, movie mode seems pretty pitch. cool. He's super cell, super massive, super massive. Supercell makes Clash. Never mind. <laughs> Supercell. Uh, be able to go into movie mode and then switch back. Because at the beginning of the game, really, let's be honest, there's like you choose paths, but nothing really happens. So you can play through the first like two hours of the game and just leave it on movie yeah. mode, let it play through itself, and then jump in when you actually start making decisions that are important. That would be really fun. Because having to do all the stupid like, this mm. is a quick time event, la dee 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 It's just like, okay, I don't want to do this ever again. But, um, yeah. The little tutorials. Exactly, yeah. yeah. The tutorials are great. We'll talk about them in a sec. But Mm -hmm. it would actually be brilliant to, like... Could you imagine you invite, like, a group of people over? There's, like, seven or eight of you. And you just put this in movie mode and just fucking sit back and watch it like some campy horror movie. Just watch it all unfold. And then you're like, why are they doing that? Because there's no input. So there's... Like, when you there were situations where my brother kind of screwed me over later down the line i'll get into that but i in, in that situation i didn't blame I didn't him blame but him. Do you know what i mean I kind of like it's like he's it's like he no but he's like fault. he's done it you know yeah but so like when you've got movie mode there's like a diffusion of responsibility you can kind of be like well yeah. you know, nobody the computer made that choice so you can't yeah. be mad at so and so yeah that's fair um, yeah, getting getting right into the story where this picks up, you're playing as Laura, and when you're playing couch co-op mode, it'll prompt you beforehand, oh, player one, this is your character. Are you ready? Like, player two, this is your character. Are you ready? Um, you're playing as Laura, and do we decide his name is Mark, or is it Matt? Is it Mark? It's Max, I believe. Max. Both of those were wrong. <laughs> uh, Laura and Max, who are camp, camp counselors for uh, this camp, and they are driving up there a day earlier, so they had talked with, uh, what's his name, Mr. H? Mr. Uh, mm, um, allegedly had allegedly. talked with Mr. H. Right. Um, we don't know that for Chris, sure. Yeah, Chris Hackett, he is the owner of Hackett's Quarry, which right. is a summer camp. Um, and yeah, so as far as we know we are driving up the night before we are due to start work um to scope it out and kind of sleep there overnight and get used to the surroundings yeah and um well you you, this caught me off guard because i i was not expecting supernatural stuff this early but you're driving along and the camera's kind of going from character to character and it has that typical view of like from the dash looking into the car right and it's only up for like two or three seconds and there's just mm-hmm. a woman in the back window mm-hmm. you can just see her face in the back window and then it pans back as if nothing happened and you're like the hag of haggard's quarry the hag of haggard's quarry um yeah we find out later that that is the local legend yeah um regarding the hag and then it's all kind of normal and yeah, they're, they're lost weird. essentially too. So they're they're trying to get there. Yeah. They have no service on their phone. They're trying to use yeah. an actual boys, map to find out how to get to this place. Like, no, well, so did you this. take the actual map? Directions. The girls being the classic. Girl. I don't need yeah. directions. Yeah. Everyone needs a direction. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't even got no. Which bars, is pretty funny because there's a line. Got no like, fucking signal. You ain't got nowhere. Like, he doesn't know where he is, and then like 
after that, she's like, oh, there's no bars on the phone. And he's like, what? I'm like, wait, how are you navigating? What was the process? <laughs> feeling. Yeah. Just feeling it out. You're just driving. Yeah. You can get the map out. Um, I chose to. Yeah. You just like reach did, in the back seat and too, get the yeah. map. You I think we also, you kind of also grab the map. Camp, which is like, yeah. okay, what, yeah. what is going to be helpful here? The pamphlet? I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I, I know Sunlight. where the barracks are. I know where yeah. we're sleeping when we get there. I know when canoeing happens. I know that's going to be at 12 p.m. on a Tuesday. Uh, which looks mm-hmm. like a vampire eating someone. Yes. I'm going to be honest. I didn't really know what this was. I think there was a it's just a, like a woman standing there or something. There's just like someone standing so, in the road. I know you guys aren't big on like folklore and and things like that, but this straight up looked like a skinwalker. Um, have you ever heard of skinwalkers? No. Uh, so essentially, there is a branch in fucking somewhere in America, and um, it's always here. I think here. it's in like the Midwest. Sounds about right. And esen- essentially, um, they are these like humanoid creatures that eat people it's very similar to like wendigos and stuff like that which is what the wendigos. theme was in until dawn that they covered wendigos and everything yeah exactly so um i'm trying to get a fucking picture of one but basically they are these like humanoid creatures that eat other people and mm-hmm. that is what it looked like to me I'm assuming the idea is supposed to be that this is the hag of Hackett's Quarry. Yeah. Um, I've put, put a picture in the Discord if you if you want to. Oh, here, and if you're watching see. video, I'll put up a picture of, uh, of a, a skinwalker. Um, but yeah, essentially they are these creatures that live in the woods and eat people. And there is this humanoid looking creature in the road, seemingly just sitting there. And uh, of course... Because we're in a horror game, little, we little swerve and fall off the road. Driving. Yeah. Uh, don't swerve. If you see a deer, plow through it. That's what you're supposed to do. Just plow through it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, they thought it was a person. Yeah. If you see a moose, you're in the very yeah moose. You're supposed to swerve a moose. That that moose will that moose will fuck you up. Don't drive into the moose. Anything else? I did not realize until like three months ago when I was watching TikTok that mooses are fucking massive yeah, and are essentially walking brick walls yeah no you will not win that battle car versus moose moose no, wins every time pretty limited uh geographic yeah. area in which meese uh, exist so i don't <laughs> that's my favorite plural of moose is meese <laughs> that is just not the plural no it's not are moose moose is plural yeah moose. it's just moose it's it, moose is the plural hey yeah, I, I assumed it's the same as sheep like you got sheep and sheep sure. But Mies is so Mies fun to say. Uh, yeah, Mies, yeah, Mies does sound better. I'll give you that. Um, and then we we uh, total the car, we think. We crash it into a tree. Did you two and not completely also? fuck it okay, up. Okay, so this is your first quick time event, is when you drive off the road, I believe, correct? Yes. I I, yeah, I avoided that first tree. So... There's a uh, because I'm, I'm yeah Kyra because oh, okay. we did not understand the mechanics just yet. Okay, so this is how it works. There's a little analog stick that pops up on the screen. It's like a little hauntedly ghostly white, and then apparently uh, you're supposed to push it a direction to avoid the thing. And that's all I got out of this scenario. What happens is you're supposed to, and he's gone. What happens is you're supposed to wait 
until the little arrow appears and then push it in the direction of the arrow. <laughs> but I'm panicking in the middle of trying to avoid it. So I'm just like, fuck it. All right, I'm going to just put it in the direction I think right. it is. And then it turns red. And then you careen into the tree and then you hit another tree, uh, which. Right. So essentially, yes. you flicked it in the wrong direction too early and the game just counted it as a fail. Um, well, okay, well, while we're waiting on Jared's reconnection, let's let's talk about the, the infomercial videos. No, they're play, really good. Because I personally yeah. think they're fucking brilliant. Uh, and he's back. Hello, Jared. Hello. I don't know what we happened. Was, we yeah. was just discussing the cartoon infomercials. They're, they're probably ah, just about to start videos. talking about them. In a game I've seen. Oh, 100%. Oh, they, they, They're so they, fun. 100%. Go for it. Yeah, so... They... No, go on, go on, you go. Because to me, as a... Sorry. To me, as a as an English person, they are like cheesy yeah. American safety videos, and I feel like you two are more qualified yes. to discuss that. Uh, so as a cheesy I'll American. let you take the floor. <laughs> uh, Experts yeah, on cheesy they, videos. They have the vibe of, like, what plays before roller coasters at theme parks uh, in America at least yeah, yeah. it's kind of only you can stop forest like, fires hey there keep your <laughs> arms legs feet and appendages inside the car at all times uh, they're very similar to the yes. fallout videos with the vault boy where they explain yeah. the special that's, yeah. that's what I was going to say they yeah. have like vibe. a vintage vibe they have like this like VCR uh, like overlay that plays that like you know a little static screen and then it'll She'll play in the top right corner, mm-hmm. so it's, it's definitely meant to be like kind of vintagey, cartoony. Um, but they're they're brilliant. I mean, it's a great kind of like contrast to a very semi-realistic game and being like going in these little sections. And they're humorous, like for the most part. It tells you like sometimes your decisions can lead to yeah. dangerous paths, and you have to choose the right way. Um, and so it's you know mm-hmm. it's a good time. The narrator does a fantastic job. The animation is great. They're yeah. perfectly short in their delivery they're not too long they don't like lead on and try to give you too much information but i think a really great choice for for, you know especially if this is your first kind of game um that's like this it's a great way to to kind of give you the the bones of of what's going on and how to make decisions without you know explicitly having someone in the story try to explain it to you and you know try to come about it and there's just like a little prompt at the bottom yeah it's that yeah, it's that Nintendo problem where you have yeah, the owl who's like, press B, is. and you're like, well, hang on, what? <laughs> like, you wouldn't know that. Um, but it's it's very... it It's a nice break from the moment because the video plays as yeah. you begin careening off the road towards <laughs> a tree. <laughs> it, gives, it tells you... You don't have to watch it. It tells you, like, tutorial unlocked. And you for me, I press yeah. LB. I guess you press L1. I, don't, I honestly don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when all those prompts come up. Yeah, and um, it, it's like a prompt, and it will show you the video. So you're just careening off the road, and you get a prompt, you press the button, and all of a sudden you're watching this animation about how quick, quick time events work in the game. Um, and I believe there are seven of yes. them. There's like QTEs, Path Chosen, which is Path essentially chosen, yeah. where you make a decision, and you can go in and see... Um, what decision you made and whether or not you made the next decision in that path and how that led on oh uh, there was one for yeah so if, if you go into the menu there's a paths option and it will show you so like for instance there's something you can do with the minivan later on 
and mm. I did a certain thing and it showed me that that was step two of that path so I can kind of see how I'm progressing through that path there's also ones for evidence because you'll find evidence that something is going on at the quarry that is not being let on to by the locals in the area and by Mr. H um, I can't remember the others but they're all to do essentially they're all different mechanics of and the game and how the game plays out mm-hmm. in them, which is cool so yeah I'll get on to that later remind me because there was a, a choice that I made specifically because my brother told me to make a choice based on one of those infomercials <laughs> decisions decisions it's always fun um so yeah yeah um but you so either way yes. you end up crashing into a tree I crashed right. into a tree further down you crashed into a tree higher up and now you are oh. uh controlling Laura and for me i don't know if it was different for you for me max was looking at the bonnet and looking under the hood and as laura we got the option to walk around the woods that we were in and kind Uh, of have a look and see what was going on i think we still spoopy yeah i think we still ran into that bottom tree though because the the first little like trunk or something just had like we didn't hit it it adds like a bump to it like it hits the car and the car lifts up a little bit and then we still run into the the tree towards the bottom right okay okay yeah if you swerve off a road and oh. hit a tree, don't look under the hood. There's nothing you're going to be able to do. You've hit a tree at what I can only assume is 45 miles an hour. You're not going to be able to fix that uh, unless your hands can bend steel. So just mm-hmm. stay in the fucking car. Yeah. But what if you're super max that can that fix anything? And gets out of the car too and is like, I'm going to explore no. the forest at night. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to walk around this forest. Always a bad idea. Yes, so, yeah, valid point, because, I mean, Max is looking under the hood, and it's like, bro, your fender is all kinds of fucked up, and your engine is smoking, and you are not going to be able to do anything. And you begin walking around, you're walking around as Laura, and you are using your phone flashlight to kind of look around, and this is what I was saying earlier, because you just randomly start hearing someone going, silence, in your ear. Also, the most powerful phone flashlight that I have ever seen. Like, this thing is, like, it's wild. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's just, like, lighting up everything. And you're beginning to see, um, like, figures kind of running through the bushes and things like that. Kind of, like, behind trees and bobbing and weaving and everything. Someone in, like, a long white dress or something. Martha? She, right, I'm just saying this. She looks like Lisa from PT. Okay, I'm just saying that she looks like Lisa from PT or Martha. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess actually, she kind of looks like the white lady from Martha's Dead. Yeah. What was we discussing? We were talking about uh, oh, the tree, yeah, Laura, out of the car, uh, and how stupid these two little fucking twats are. Um, and the their powerful flashlight. In the car. Twats. That not an appropriate what? word anymore. Across no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's just. Don't worry. Is this, is this an American it, uh, English film? <laughs> it's just like a bat. In the in the UK, we call them twats, not twats. Twats. Okay. Yeah. Fucking no fuck anyway, Americans. Uh, so I. I can't remember how it happens, but you end up falling down a muddy hill and ending up deeper in the forest. 
as Laura. I don't remember that. As Laura, yes. yes. So what happens? Oh, okay, is yeah. You fall down like a small You have your world's brightest flashlight, and you see a woman. And you're like, oh shit, maybe that's the woman. Oh, we yeah, almost, she we almost help. hit. So we see the little yeah. hag of Hackett's quarry kind of like spidering through the trees. Uh, and then Laura's <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to go after her because decision making, 100. Uh, and so she just runs off into the forest, starts looking. Yes? No, I was just curious because, like, did you get a decision for this? Because I had the choice of. We had Max come with us. And Max. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. Or, I did not. Or at That's least he walked. He walked yeah. towards us afterward. I don't remember if he actually came with us. Yeah. So you, you have a choice where um, Max is like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "I saw someone. I think they're hurt." And he's like, "Don't go in the woods." And he's very sort of authoritative and is like, "Do not do it." And you have the choice of either being compliant or being like anti-authority and basically saying "fuck you." And I was like, "Max, it's it's 2022. She's a fucking woman." Like. You can't tell her not to go in the woods. So I chose that option, and I was like, if this girl wants to go in the fucking woods, then she can go in the woods. It's her life, you know? Um, I'm not saying it's wise. Don't ever do that, because it's just fucking stupid, and you shouldn't split up, because you will end up lost, and, you know, strength in numbers, etc. But, yeah, yeah I, I, I chose to stick the middle finger up to Max and walked on. I chose to listen, and you still go in the woods. So... Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Either it matters way. not. Yeah. Either way, it's 2022, and she does what the fuck she wants. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you go up, go after the, the woman in the woods, you start running around, you get a little lost, you slide down a hill, you smash your face into a branch because you don't know how quick time events work yet because uh, you're an incapable <laughs> Yeah, he did, he did not do that um, one, that one and correctly. And then, <laughs> then you finally figure it out when you're running back, and you have to jump over a log is when I was like, oh, you have to wait for the direction to appear before just rapidly pressing any direction that <laughs> work. Uh, honest mistake. Uh, and then you slide back uh, towards Max, and he's like, what's going on? And you're like, there's someone in the woods. Uh, and then you both get in the car. Mm -hmm. And the car's have fine now. situation where... Oh, yeah. No, it's not. Um, you have this. Did you have this situation where the woman is walking around saying Silas all the time? Did you get that? She's like whispering. Maybe. She, like, I know she like leans into our ear change. and she whispers something. Yeah, and she's like, she's like Silas, and then that's when you freak out and I'm run. Pretty back. sure that's the name of her child, is what we learn later. Uh, I did not know that. Oh, fuck me. Anyway, I don't. You get back. In, you get back in the car, uh, and you and Max are sitting there, just like, and then suddenly Scary the world's spooky. most fucking did creepy a police officer appears. Dude, he looks like the T-1000 from Terminator Yeah, 2. he's real bad. <laughs> I mean, he definitely does. Him alone looks creepy. His personality does not help. He is... Mm -hmm. Neither does the blood on his neck. No, no yeah. that does not instill uh, any faith uh, mm -hmm. in anything. Uh, and so he's pretty much like, what the fuck are you doing out here? And then you have some options. You can either lie and say that you... I don't know. I don't remember what... We chose to tell the truth. As Laura, we were like, oh, we, we told to be honest, yeah. The road. yeah. Yeah, so I, I think the other option, I ended up being like, oh, something was on the road. We think it was a deer. It also kind of looked like a person we don't know. And he's like, no, it was a deer. And we're like, oh, no, it definitely looked like a person. But either way, we swerved and ended up down here. And then he, um, the, the blood on his neck isn't obvious. And it looks very much like a blood splatter from like, 
some sort of like he's done something to someone yeah. and it's splattered on his neck absolutely and it's kind of by his neck collar at the back you can't see it properly um i believe he ends up winching us out back onto the main road yeah he does yes and then he gives us very explicit instructions that we need to go to the starlight hotel moonlight hotel the harbinger hotel harbinger. i specifically so remember wrong. because so i was look i looked at my brother and my brother was like would you go from a creepy ass woods by a creepy ass cop telling you to go to a place called the harbinger hotel and i was like fuck no, no. never in a million absolutely, years absolutely Neither not this max and laura they don't either they don't even give you the option you can't even choose to go to the harbinger hotel it, they, their options are just continue going onward, uh, which mm -hmm. okay. Well, so I yeah, you get like um, the cop is like you are going to the Harbinger Hotel, and again you can choose to either be compliant or defiant. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I have not done anything wrong. Why the fuck am I? Why are you ordering me to go to the Harbinger Hotel? Like that's not something as a police officer you can do. So you went up in the. <laughs> Around around here, maybe. Tell you to go to somewhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, police officer can't say like you have to go here for no fucking reason. You'd be like, fuck off, no. Um, and so I ended up with this cutscene where I basically told him we were going to go to the motel, and I went out with the map and asked him to show us where it was, and he showed us Same. where the map was, and then uh, Laura is like, oh okay, and where's Hackett's quarry? And he like goes and points to a bit on the map, and then he's like, "Oh no, wait, hang on a minute, I see what you're doing." And he doesn't mark it with a cross, but we still saw where it was, so we know where we're going. And then, in my playthrough, we headed straight off to Hackett's Quarry. It's it's also funny because he, uh, he also hits on us, which is real weird. Oh yeah, he it's really weird. On me. Uh, so he so Laura goes and takes the map out of the car and puts it down on the thing. And we're being nice to I I chose because I'm playing Florida to be to be uh, you know listen to authority because police officers in America I don't know if you know this uh, everyone out there they like to shoot people uh, needlessly a lot of the time and so I'm like dude whatever the fuck you want you have blood on your neck you seem like you're not a great guy uh, and so I get out of the car put the map down and he looks into my eyes and Laura and he gets out a little rag and he starts wiping my face and he's like. Uh, you got a little yeah. schmutz here, darling. Uh, and it puts lotion on the skin. Yeah, it's gross. It's real bad. It's real bad. <laughs> Big vibe. Uh, you can choose to, like, pull away, me. too. I did not. I was like, I'm going to ride this shit out because, you know, guns. <laughs> you might ride or die now. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, this is where the Harbinger Hotel is. And then uh, and then we do the same thing. We trick him into being like, where's Hackett's quarry? And because he has the average intelligence of a police officer, he's like, right here. Oh, God damn it. Uh, Gosh, dang so it, you got me. We get back in the car. He disappears like a fucking creepy specter. Uh, me and uh, Laura and Max look at each other, and they're like, yeah, we're not going to fucking. Me and Laura and Max, all three of us. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm in the back of the car. I'm just chilling. <laughs> bugles. I'm just like, ready for a road trip. Um, yeah. Like I'm, I'm getting where you go, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you guys want, man. I'm just here for the ride. We almost died back there. Uh, and so we drive off to Hackett's Quarry. Uh, yes. Where it's revealed uh, by Laura that, yes, she technically called Mr. H to say she was arriving early. But left a voicemail and got no confirmation mm -hmm. that she was actually allowed to be there a day early, which is like, yes, yeah, come on, Laura, come on, yeah, that's like, 
you can't <laughs> like what i left the voicemail so they know i'm coming it's fine don't worry it's i left the voicemail for this camp that doesn't open tomorrow and there's a good chance mr h isn't even there to get said voicemail but he knows we're coming it's cool um, Bad ideas. Behold, like you said, he yeah, everything is shut, locked, so no Max way is, to get in. Max is annoyed, as one would be. Understand. Rightfully so. Uh, and Laura goes and walks walks around the house a little bit, does a little you know investigation, uh, looks in a couple of windows and realizes there ain't no way I'm getting in this house. Then she goes down under the house because you know a horror game, uh, and there's a basement there, and she peeks her little fucking head in the basement. Uh, and there's what appears some girl, kind of like like as you see some some, some, some figure everywhere. Yeah, and yeah. she's like, "Oh my god, someone needs help in there. We need to help this person." Not, "Oh my god, that's a demon. We need to leave immediately." <laughs> she's like, "No, let's help." Yeah. So she gets she. Fu- yeah, go for it. No, go on. I was gonna say either way, it's the same figure as the creature that was on the road. Yeah. That kind of weird, yeah. pale white humanoid figure. Um, that I, I thought was eating something. It was like sort yeah, it was of like squatting bent over. down. Like, <laughs> yeah. And Laura's like, oh she, no, it needs help. It's like, no. Mm-hmm. no you, you dumb no. hoe award. So now. Goes to, oh, there he goes again. Uh, so now, yeah, you are tasked with entering uh, the. Is this a basement or a storm? What's the difference between a basement and a storm basement? Are they know, two I different live, things? We, we live in Southern California. We don't have basements. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm asking the wrong people. If you're listening and you know, if you have a storm basement <laughs> specifically, then let me know because I'm a dumb Brit and I'm confused. But uh, you are given the choice of breaking. There's a chain and a padlock. Yes. And that was a bike. And you are given the choice of smashing it with a hammer or using a wrench. Which is okay uh yeah using wrench and it says wrench which is singular mm-hmm. so i'm thinking like okay mm-hmm. you're either gonna smash it with a hammer or smash it with a wrench you're smashing it either way and so i was like oh yeah it's getting smashed fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna use a hammer choose the hammer uh and then max is like that's gonna be pretty loud are you sure you want to do that and i was like why give me the option then if you're gonna question my mm-hmm. logic and i'm like fine i'll use the wrench suddenly two wrenches appear out of fucking nowhere uh yeah two wrenches and they do this like leverage thing where they put the wrenches together and they break the lock by using the two like rolling parts of the wrenches as leverage, uh, and it's like dead silent. Oh, okay. Um, see, I again in my playthrough, I just went Laura as a super sassy fuck you Max kind of person, and I was, he was like, "That's going to be super fucking loud," and I was just like, "And what?" and <laughs> smashed the <laughs> smashed the lock, and. Um, yeah. yeah, not only is it loud, but being a very deserted, quiet wood, it travels very far, very obviously. Yeah. You know, it gets heard from miles away. Yeah. Maybe we should... Oh, I was oh. about to say, maybe we should he's wait for back. Jared, and he's back. Wow. Oh, maybe. Hey. Hello. There he is. Okay. Hi, Hello, everybody. Someone is... We were just discussing the... Morning. Yeah. We were discussing the basement scene. And we both took different options. I went with the hammer, and Kai chose his, chose his, uh, changed his mind and went with the wrench. You didn't, you didn't want to dual wield the wrenches? I was like, oh, you dual wield wrenches, yeah. Yeah, a Kimbo wrench. Yeah. Um, and so I, well, the reason I didn't change is because, like you said, I assumed that you was just going to hold the handle and hit the padlock with the solid bit of the wrench. And so I was like, well, the, if you're going to hit the lock off, the hammer is the better option. Yeah. 
I didn't know there was magic. If they offered me yeah. two wrenches, I would have been like, yeah, that's going to be fucking quiet. I'll yeah. do the two wrenches. I mean, in, in the game's defense, it did tell you that like, it was, Max suggested you were just being, you were being uppity, and you're like, no, fuck that. Yeah, I, I was being full on, like, defiant Laura, fuck you, Max. So kind you, of yeah, situation. you open the basement door, one way or the other, uh, and you venture down into what I can only describe as the place you are going to get murdered. Uh, oh yeah, uh, and you're like, yeah. Let's avoid that place if possible. Let's explore this dark, da- damp, scary basement uh, because Laura is convinced that there's someone in trouble. Uh, even though you just open the door and you could be like, all right, we did our shit. We opened the door. If they want to leave, they can leave. Let's also leave this fucking hellscape that we find ourselves in. But no. Uh, so you go down in the basement. You're looking around. Yada yada yada. Uh, you know, you don't find anything, chaga chaga, uh, until you start to leave, nope. and then suddenly, uh, Max gets attacked. I guess cut, stabbed. There's also the, there's also the, like, the bones yeah, that you like find that, too, the um, rib cage. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was gonna say you find a rib cage. I don't know. It looked like a like a dog or a deer or something. It was like some sort of animal. I don't know how a deer um, got into a basement that was locked, but fuck nice. Maybe it was a dog, um, but you you have that kind of stereotypical predator stalking prey camera where the camera is like behind the barrels in the basement watching Max and Laura, and then suddenly something lunges at Max and he falls to the floor and he's like bleeding profusely from his neck and he's like oh, oh like I think I've been bit I think uh, I think I'm gonna die yeah and you then hear like a snarling and you are given another option you are given the choice to help max out of the basement or to desert max and leave him there yeah what did you choose what did you do oh what did i do i left his ass me because Fun. i was like yeah fuck him fuck man. max <laughs> this is all this poor is max show, baby jesus this was literally my logic the be- fin- because the, we had chosen characters right. so in right. my head I was like, this is a fucking no-brainer, because if I leave Max, I can go and get help. Like, I can't get Max help. That's fair, that's fair. I need to leave. And, that's... like, you know, not being horrible, he's bleeding and on death's door. He's going to slow me down, get into the phone to get help. I can get help quicker by leaving him in the basement. My life um, yeah. was Max is not a playable character, and so does not matter for the story. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I did not get to choose Max. Jared did not get to choose this Max. This motherfucker gonna die anyway. Yeah, He's gonna like, die regardless happens, of what happens. Max is not important. So I was like, I'm gonna save myself. <laughs> uh, and so ran out of the basement. Uh, and Max got taken by something. And then... Uh, oh, interesting. So mine, that didn't happen. Well, I mean, the police officer shows up and unloads into what I can only assume is both Max and the demon. So... Yeah, I was going to say, that's what happened in mine, is I, I left him there, I got up to the top of the basement stairs, and scary T-1000 police officer is there, <laughs> he um, <laughs> unloads, like, half a clip of a Glock mm-hmm. down into the basement. Is this what I'm saying? Um, really? after, after having injected a syringe of unknown chemical into Laura's neck, yeah. and having her pass out. They really captured the essence of American police. Just zero <laughs> protocol, 
and just how many bullets shoot for shoot first ask questions the nearest living human being that that was Mm -hmm. they were like yes this is it's also very big like um anyone who's watched any of like the texas chainsaw massacre movies like the police officers that start off that texas chainsaw massacre story how who get them back to the house and stuff there's big big vibes from that as well that kind of um, yeah uh, corrupt rural police officer situation um, and I think he makes a comment as well. He's like, "Does this look like the fucking Harbinger Hotel?" He does. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he has a he has a zippy one liner, which is a choice. Uh, and that's the prologue. Fair play, letter. We we did it. That, that was, is the prologue. That, that was the first little little section, and then I'm pretty sure it says like three months later or like three weeks later. It's the end of camp. I, is when chapter one. I was just saying, I I don't remember yeah. seeing anything, but it was the end of camp they waved goodbye to the kids so i just assumed i was like okay this is a couple weeks or so a month later, or this is months later at the end of camp uh, yeah, yeah yeah and all of a sudden it's sunny and and it's like golden hour and there's little scampy skippers running around leaving uh there's some there's some teens you know that are we assume are camp counselors that are just sitting around like it's time to go it had such a good time at camp woo Mm-hmm. Uh, need my bags. Need my bags. Uh, and that is how chapter one kind of picks up and introduces us to the majority of the characters. I think that you will actually yeah. play through yes, most of them. I would say so. Yeah. I mean, I know for a fact you meet. So it starts off with Jacob and Caitlin, right? And I won't go through all of the stuff, but you you find out that Jacob has been in a relationship with somebody called Emma, Emma, who has cut it off because after camp they are going to be long distance she doesn't want long distance he wants long distance blah mm. blah you are then introduced to uh dylan and nick who have locked the front door to the cabin so that jacob can't get in and get the bags dylan is Crazy kids. like that stereotypical yeah like oh ha 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 we're so funny we locked you out and nick honestly he just kind of seems seems like a stoner who's alone for the ride like he just seems like he's kind of there with nick yeah. or with dylan sorry he's just a hot australian i don't know if that's, that's like character. the impression you guys got yeah yeah he's just a sexy motherfucker he yeah. he's very australian um, he's very handsome and zero personality and that you know yeah <laughs> his personality is that he is dylan's friend yes uh, and that he's australian who's the kid under the Who's the kid yeah. under the, the, the thing listening to the podcast? What's his name? Ryan? Ryan. Oh, that's Ryan. Yeah. So if if you mm-hmm. choose to, as Jacob, to not go... Ultrasound? Uh, if you choose time. to uh, not go up the stairs at first, you can go to where the basement is, because I was like, well, that's where the demons live. Uh, and there's just a little right guy sitting there against a pole listening to a podcast, uh, and then you go up to him and you're like, what do, what do you listen to, bud? And he just doesn't respond. Uh, and I'm like, well, fuck you, Ryan. Uh, and then I went yeah. back up and went to the door. So I think those are the immediate characters yeah, you can interact it, with. Yeah. And you have to... Yeah, you, you have to essentially mm-hmm. walk in through a side window and you then confront I Dylan and Nick, who I, think I they're know. fucking hilarious. And then you get the bags and go back to the minivan that's going to be taking everyone home. What do you mean? I was talking about breaking into the window to get into the house to get the bags. 
That's that's where I was. So you're playing as Jacob, uh, and Dylan thinks it's funny to not help you get bags into the van because you're leaving camp because it's the last day. Uh, and he's fucking hilarious. He's a he's a real clown. Uh, and so Jacob, so funny. It's the so funniest funny. thing I've ever seen. It's so funny. Uh, so Jacob has to figure out a way to get into the house to get the baggage uh, for some reason. Uh, so he goes along the left side of the house, and there's a window, um, like a big bay window next to what is like kind of like a kitchen area. Uh, and this window is made of um, rice paper. Because it is the lightest window I've ever seen in the world, and it is so well greased up, he just slides it right up and goes right into the house, which is not how windows work at all. Uh, and so he slips his little his little body in the house. I think he fumbles a little bit and maybe falls to the ground. It's not important. Uh, and then he goes and gets the bags uh, and carries them out to the car, van, slash, you know, whatever, where Caitlin is waiting. Uh, and then him and Caitlin have a lovely little chat about how about Emma. Uh, he's in love with Emma. Um, which is which is okay, you know. That's that's normal. You're a teen, I guess. I, don't, I honestly don't know how old they are. But we'll see. Um, but he's in love with them. Teenagers, like, oh, high school. I wish. Maybe, I don't know. I wish there was just one more day of camp. They're going to college, so maybe they're. Like oh, maybe 18. they're not like like eighteen, seventeen, eighteen, maybe somewhere in there. Uh, and he's like, if I just had one more day, I could fuck Emma. And Caitlin's like, bro, you have, you have no shot. Let's. <laughs> let's let's be honest. It's not happening, bro. Uh, and he's like, I just I, I just need this day. I just wish there was one more day of camp. And so then you are presented with the option of sabotaging the van to leave, which is the most mm-hmm. red flag behavior from a human being I've ever oh, seen. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's the most it's like tro- tro- tropey movie thing. So we all just. And quote unquote, do wanting me. It very weird. He's just looking for love. He's just looking for love in all the wrong places. Some of us need to sabotage a car to find love. You know, it just kind of happens. Okay, right. Let's not try to justify very toxic behavior. But um, you sabotage. There's two options. Yeah, you're giving it before you leave. Fuel line, I think. And mm-hmm. then on the rotor arm, which I like engines. I like cars. I have no fucking clue what a rotor arm is or how, even how to remove it. And the thing he removes is like a piece of red plastic that's like this big. And I'm just like, yeah, mm-hmm. I've never heard of it. I think it's to like the revolution. No, it doesn't even turn on. I went with the most. Yeah, I did too. But you, like, if I cut fuel line, that's fucking it's like the fuel is. And then I was like, people like, oh, something happens to like whatever line. So for me, is to take the cut fuel yeah, line. Smart logic. Except when he takes the fucking rotor arm off, it's this like tiny little red thing, and he just puts it in his pocket. And I'm like, well, that's <laughs> definitely going to come up later. <laughs> Fucking full, yeah. Just, yeah, just standing, yeah, standing and watching this happen. He's just like, I'm gonna put this in my pocket so that later someone can catch me with this and blame me for everything that's gone wrong. Like, come on, bro, at least hide it somewhere. And he's he's gonna put it on Emma's ring 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, and so uh, they continue packing. Everyone gets outside, and lo and behold, fucking engine doesn't start, and they, and they can't leave the camp. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, I guess at some we should. That's before the, they're looking for the keys to the van. That's what Mister H is That's doing. That's it. Yeah, looking for. The yeah. Um, and so you're playing kind of off and each bit divulge that Ryan is a regular council so that he's yeah. a trusted counsellor he's a <laughs> he's trusted and is a provider of the group the group yeah. know what he says but does. Yeah. he's not very charismatic and no no he, he he's not very like Like he just sits Absolutely. in the corner. He's, he's like, got big school shooter vibes. Oh God! Yeah, he does. Yeah, he has big red. If you saw him on a laptop browsing an AR-15, you'd be like, "We need to alert someone." If if you was like the school, you'd be like, "You would not go to school tomorrow." You'd be I'm like, "Call the police." Yeah. <laughs> um, he, I don't know if this happened with you. There was a time in life from Mr. H. There was oh, yeah. Yeah. He was trying to go to college. His mom working. Yeah. His, his mom working. His little sister. And after, and I don't want to leave my little sister on her own at the same point. And Mr. H is just like, yeah, dude. Dude. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Stop bothering with your bro. Well, he's he's yeah, very he's very flustered right now. Yeah, he's like, yeah. he's just trying to get these kids off this goddamn camp property. He's like, right. I know you have problems. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear about them right now. I need to find these um, kids. Bitch, that's a bank. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> I also think someone calls Mr. H, and then there's this very awkward moment where Ryan's just kind of standing oh, yeah. there, and he's like, "He's listening in." You gonna give me some space? And I'm like, "Bro, like, what? What is this call gonna be? Like, mm -hmm. someone die? Like, yeah. I don't understand." And this is like because H is anxious to the topic. Mm -hmm. He yeah wants to be yes. This as you know, to get back outside the camp, but as the player, like someone's little yeah, little, someone's little sus, well, sus I mean, we also saw the the intro of this game kind of is like, yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's the moment because because they're like, uh, what's the kid? Dylan. Dylan asks Dylan. what what he's listening. What he's listening, to. and to. he goes, "I'm listening to a podcast." And the reaction to him saying, I'm listening to a podcast, is like, oh my god, you distinguished gentleman. And I was like, I like this. This is nice. <laughs> is this what people say when they say they're listening to us? Because, wow. Mm. Uh, and then he's like, yes, I'm listening to this podcast about, uh, you know, lore. And I don't remember what this had some stupid ass name, just like our podcast. Um, and. <laughs> <laughs> He's like uh, bonafide or something much like it's that. A, it's a lore podcast about like local legends, <clears throat> and they're talking about 
Hackett's quarry, and that's where they're like, oh, the hag of Hackett's quarry, and that the hag has a child who died named Syphilis, or Siphon, or whatever the fucking name is. Silas? Silas or whatever. <laughs> uh, and she's trying to, you know, get her son back and kills people, I guess. It's a very loose story. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, it's your classic. It's your classic story. Uh, and everyone's like, ooh, that's funny that you listen to podcasts, you fucking nerd. Uh, and that's pretty much the vibes that we get from the group uh, about the Hag of Haggett's quarry. Um, and I honestly, then, oh, Mr. H finds the keys in the mug on his desk because that's where keys belong. Uh, and then he's like, great, we can get you fucking idiots out of here. This is awesome. Everyone in the fucking van. Uh, and so then Jacob goes to start the van, and of course, because Jacob sabotaged the van, it does not start. And then Mr. H, yeah, is, Mr. Like, H is not happy about that. Get out of the fucking van he, right now, Jacob. He I'm, freaks out. Yes. Uh, and because all men are fucking baby brain morons, uh, when we see something not work for one person, we're like, no, 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 I must try this myself because I am <laughs> God amongst the earth. Uh, and so Mr. H gets in the van and tries starting it because, you know, Starting a car is very hard, uh, and it doesn't work either. And he's like, "Fuck me! I don't know what I'm gonna do." Uh, and then, of course, Jacob is like, "Maybe we stay an extra night. I don't know. That could be cool." <laughs> and Mr. H is like, "No, you need to get the fuck out of here." Uh, and and Jacob's like, Ooh. And then eventually, Mr. H just gives in, and he gets in his car, and he's like, "You know what? Stay in the house, lock all the doors, never go outside. I'll be back tomorrow morning." Gets in his car and just books it away. <laughs> I mean, with Mr. H's, with Mr. H's behavior, I would have been like, "Take me with you." This guy is yeah, crazy. I, He's slamming his fist on the on the hood of the the car. He jumped in his car as fast as possible to get out of there. I'd be like, "Something's wrong. Take me with you." Yeah. Exactly. Also, a classic move of having zero concept of anything technical, but just looking at an engine anyway. Like, what is it? He's just like, there's just like a ball pit in the engine now. Like, I don't know what people are expecting <laughs> to find. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what the fuck does that mean exactly? Uh, and yeah, so that, now we, we're uh, we're here. And I think the consensus is we need to have a party uh, led by Dildo. Yeah, the, the one thing that, the thing that Mr. H tells us before he leaves, stay inside, lock the doors, be quiet. And we're like, let's go outside, have a bonfire, and throw a party. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's actually the line. That was good. Good job. That was good. <laughs> uh, talk about Abigail now. Isn't that after this? No, because I think that's before. Because you played beforehand, at, yeah. At bit. But basically, you have. At, that's a lot. Cabin, they call it in. You're playing as 
uh, Abigail. Abigail. We broke in. Yeah, we broke in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's still, you just can't leave. You have. Yes. Right. Emma. Emma kicks the door down. Yeah. Okay. Because she's um, fucking crazy. Uh, Ab- and you find out just to summarize the- very quickly. Abigail, average uh, art enjoyer in high school, has has the personality of a wet blanket, uh, and her entire personality is wrapped around the fact that she's edgy. Emma's hot. That's it. She's gonna die. You know everything you need to know. Emma is the hottest person at this camp. She's yeah, hot. Where? Nope. Oh, yeah. She's clearly the <laughs> hottest person bad, at this camp. She's she's like she's like oh, let kick fucking door and get my shit. She literally has well, Barbie abdomen. It's like this weird the, plastic uh, like abdomen. Yeah. That she walks around in this crop top with. I'm very, gonna very lie. Scary. Like I said. Abigail's Abigail's best best. The, the, the biggest thing with all of them big titty goth girlfriends calm the fuck down yeah give me titty goth that's all that's all we want uh the biggest thing was none of them could have their phones during the camp too is so they're all desperate for their cell phones now that they're trying oh, yeah. to leave she's like i'll say like i think no weird a white nerd who fetishizes asians and big titty goth girls don't live up to the stereotypes <laughs> then but to- <laughs> exactly i i I feel like yeah, um, Emma and they are like tight. I am not gonna comment but, on that. What about Dylan? Dylan is uh, a handsome game, devil himself. Uh, is saying that Emma's the hot hot girl. That you know, in every it's slasher like, movie, he, there's the hot girl. Emma's that girl. Yeah. Okay. You know, like they can very clearly do relationship with Emma. She, she, Emma's like this. She's kind of like. List because the this is fuck she's bought for the others now exactly <laughs> yeah you Abigail has a fin Nick who was and this mother Jake was now cannot yeah essentially. Well, yeah, because that chapter ends with and uh, the view through a sniper scope, mm-hmm. and there is an old gentleman in a very large John Cena built looking dude covered in blood, and the old man is aiming his sniper down at these the the, the kids that are there. Yeah, is this when they're ha- yep, yeah? Big John Cena is hammering in the sign. Hunting season. Hunting season. Um, he's a for me, as soon as I saw him, he was in a round corner. I'm going to send you a pitch because when we're going to stuff on he's like top Like, not explain But to me, this was like very much, um, very the vibe. But, with a sniper scope and they say white people don't have culture this is so specific yeah I don't I didn't get the picture oh I just googled it I'm, 
Oh. I'm impatient. You can literally just Google Ramstein's lead singer, and it works. Uh, um, yeah, he does. Oh, they pop. Essentially, he hunts these children for no reasons. We assume there is no confirmation of that. He's pointing a sniper at them, and there's a sign that says hunting season. My brother thought they were cat. Okay. It was like, I think that they are hunting teenagers as sacrifices for the lack of hack for to appease her in some way. So she attack the off until I mean, or I'm gonna go for it. I think this is a classic misdirect where they yeah. present us what we think is going to be the enemy of the game, and we're like, ooh, scary white people. But then the scary white people are actually having to protect the teenagers because they're like, oh, these fucking kids are going to look at me with microscopes, and they're like, oh, fucking kids. Uh, and they're going to try to hunt the weird-ass fucking skinwalkers that, like, live in the quarry when the kids aren't there, uh, and, they're the, and they're like, oh, these damn kids can't leave you. Oh, blah. Spoilers! Spoilers for Until Dawn. That's exactly how Until Dawn plays out. There's a big dude that's chasing them. That they're like, "Oh my god, he's killing everybody and killing us!" And really, he was trying to protect them, and he's trying to kill the Wendigos. It's just like, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah, bullets don't work on ghosts. Classic, but good luck. Two. You have and you have and Abigail. Girl, because of course, and Jacob was. You can do your you mm-hmm. and Ron and Dylan are on the house in Mister H's house because they're around um, and just to explore the house. I just want to also uh, call out the vibes real quick because I think that's important. Okay. We got we got Jacob and Emma. They got vibes. Uh, well, really only on Jacob's mm-hmm. part. Emma Emma is doing her own thing out here. She's like, I'm an independent girl. Uh, we have Nick and Abigail, and they got vibes together. Vibes uh, clearly mm-hmm. both into each other. Uh, it is a mutual connection that they've got going. Mutual then vibe. We have a we have a love connection. We got a, we got a triangle voice. We got Caitlin. Who's into Nick? We also got Dildog, who's into Nick. We got two people into Nick. Ryan. Oh, Dylan's into Ryan. Fucking stupid Ryan. I think it, yeah. Ryan. Ryan. Caitlin's yeah, Ryan. That's why I'm. That's why I'm shipping. Uh, Did, my bad. Yeah, I meant Ryan. Dryan forever. Podcast boy. I Dryan forever, boy. Dryan forever. That's who I'm uh, shipping. Yes, Caitlin is into Ryan, and Dylan is it. Yeah, into Ryan. Right. Yes. Yep. Uh, and that's the love yep. triangle there. We don't know how that's gonna gonna play out. I mean, we learn later. You know, whatever. And I play out. Yeah, well, because we're gonna we're gonna put. Exactly. <laughs> I don't care if everyone. Ryan, dies. Dylan is getting lucky. That's that's all. <laughs> yeah. uh, and those are those are the vibes. That's that's everyone's vibes. So yeah. That was vibe check. Yeah. And then Laura. Maybe. No, maybe Laura has not to be him. seen in these first two chapters. <laughs> yeah. These chapters. Yeah. 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 You have yeah like. Because it's very free and other kind of thing. 
I can listen to them first, well, sit around the house, and meet the zombies. And then around, then around, and did you trap door? Yeah. And we went down the trap door as well. Yes. Down the trap door. Go down, what is down to very dark base. Uh, mm-hmm. Not see anything, and essentially goes, This is fine. I'm coming back. Nope. <laughs> yep. Dylan's my favorite character, by the way. I love Dylan's like little quippy one liners that he says, and his just like dialogue and everything is great. I love Dylan. I don't know, I don't know what it is about like faux arrogant to me. I'm just I'm, 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 not vibing. No, no vibes. No vibes. Uh, you also this had a is... notebook in the desk. You find a notebook in the desk? No. Oh, you can. You find it in the in the drawer. Find an find a notebook in the drawer of the desk, and it has all of the roles mm. that the camp counselors are supposed to play over the summer camp. Now, yes. uh, two names on that list are not present. Well, they are present, but they're not present. Uh, which is Laura and Max. Laura and Max. And Laura was supposed to be the first aid uh, person mm-hmm. at, at the camp, and Maximus was supposed to be something. He's not important. He's not a playable character. I don't pay attention. Uh, <laughs> next to their names is a little asterisk, uh, and then at the bottom it says, these two did not show up uh, for their duty. And so they had to be distributed to the other counselors. And even then, Dog makes a reference and goes, these are the two that didn't show up and made us all have to do their activities over the summer. And so we get the sense. Yeah. yeah, I thought, yeah. So I got the line where Dylan's like, they say something two cases and it's like oh those are fucking shit yeah so basement is where my brother was controlling deal and we go back your path is chosen yeah someone's gonna fall and not be able to pick it back up we need to backtrack a bit. We've never found her cards. We can cover that at the end because it, it literally had no okay. impact. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah so, we'll, we'll wrap that up. Dylan and the book is in the end. Is obviously trying to fuck Ryan. Make headway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fuck Ryan. And he's yeah. like. In what are you doing after this? Friend Ryan's like, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Know. He's like, friend Ryan's like, uh, like you know. I... He pretty much says he's a lone wolf. He's like, yeah. yeah. It also hints like he is. But yeah, I mean, definitely not straight. That can, right. Not what I mean, you can really. Right. You can definitely tell that like Dylan's into Ryan, and Ryan is not like pushed off or or. or turned off by dylan's approaches he's just like yeah he kind of he doesn't like fully even, lean into him as much so, as dylan does but he's like sometimes yeah, when I'm you make choices yeah yeah sometimes yeah. when you make choices the game gives you a little a little insight to maybe something that you couldn't have got otherwise i mean most of the time it's pretty obvious but it's just little helpful little things that come up on the side that will give you like like when you make a choice and it's like the group is annoyed that you're talking right now so maybe you should shut the fuck up uh, but in this instance, yeah. it alerts you that there is some chemistry between the boys uh, in the house. And we keep exploring the house. Stock. 
and we find a false door between a, behind a closet. Because, of course. Because why not? Uh, and, and you go through the closet door. And uh, with their, with our two boys. Oh, my God. They come out. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> uh, I didn't even, I'd even pick off the You go through the closet. Uh, and there's cameras uh, with monitors. There's not cameras. Mm. There's monitors where cameras are filming around the camp. Mm. And we're like, Mr. H is a pedophile. Uh, it's pretty much Dylan's take. But, but Ryan, you know, he's ride or die, Mr. H. Mr. H is clearly a father figure to old Rye guy over here. Uh, and he's like, no, they're trail cams, bro. He's looking at wildlife. They're not even pointed toward the camp. They're pointed away at the trails of the camp. So it's like, you know, he's just he's just looking at stuff out in the forest. Uh, and, and no one I is mean, convinced, to be honest. I'm real. I did with Ryan this. I mean, met a camp. Yeah. And like maintaining his account. Mm-hmm. Sure that if a kid escaped. I'm, so, like he said, at the camp before the area. Yeah. Just one thing. There's maybe 14 bedrooms in this house. I mean, it's massive. The, the camp is massive. He hid the cameras mm. in a closet trapdoor. That's sussy behavior. That says, I don't want anyone to find these cameras. See, yeah, but. But. The, yeah, but the the way that Mr. H, his demeanor after he couldn't find, like, the keys and wanted to leave that place as soon as possible, the whole camera thing was like, yeah, he something something's going on here, and something's something going suspicious on. is going on here. It's not good. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going to head back up. You say, you know, Dylan, did you guys want to all that? Yes, and we see yeah. the creepy you see, you see, you see John Cena again. One of the cameras. No, well, I think it's the other white guy who breaks the camera. Yeah. No, uh, to me, it's all the It was one of the hunters, yeah. I thought it was Big was Dude, yeah. We all took something different away, and that's good storytelling, if I'm being honest, or very inaccurate storytelling. That's true. I just saw white camera. camera. Yeah. Uh, and then you're like, that's weird, creepy. You leave that place and you tell everyone about this and no one fucking reacts. Not a single person is like, like, it's like, it just makes no sense. You're like, hey, hey, he has cameras, like, filming the whole camp. And people are like, okay. So? Yeah, but, I mean, like, it's like, Right. Oh, okay. People are just like, I'm trying to get fucked tonight, man. I don't care about the cameras. We're we're out. Trying to party. Red flags. Red. (laughs) Exactly. P a r t y. The fuck not. Nick and Abigail go off together. Correct. That's what happens next. Or is it Emma and Jacob? Yeah. Not separate group. And Jake to get supplies apart. I was just yeah. Jacob had just gone off to an hour ago. And Abigail gone some time to get um. I don't think it matters what happens alone. So let's and so let's start with. But I foreshadow which is what uh decision in areas. Mm-hmm. Shadow 
it's mainly in between characters and show me deliberately on a thing, on a side, and there be Oh, did you find tarot cards then? I found. We haven't found a single one. I don't know how he found it. He was just like, "Oh, there's a tarot." How did you do that? Weird. They're just like hidden. Like this, I think that he was like foreground of the camera. It was just kind of there. Interesting. As. Yeah, like if give you a little hint, hint of Rooney in your past. Uh, well, I guess we talk about the old woman. So every once in a while, after every chapter, you get introduced to this tarot reader who's the old woman, who's also the person prominently featured on the flyers around the camp for the weird circus bullshit that happens. Yeah, uh, she's uh, what's her fucking name? She's got some. Uh huh. Uh, and she's creepy, and she's like, hey, I need you to find my cards so that I can tell you your future. Uh, and we didn't find any cards, and so he's very mad at us, because uh, we don't have any cards for her, and she's like, mm. I can't help you if you don't find my cards. Um, uh, but she's, yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting choice. Kind of a cool aside to the game. She, but... Yeah, she, she's very, I thought we were friends, you know, like, if you don't find my cards, and... Emphasis on how her car. Yeah, she's she's hardcore gaslighting. She's like, I want to be your friend, but you have to find my cards. And I'm just like, bro, then tell me where they are, you dumb bitch. Like, I don't. What do you want? Uh, yeah. That's how that goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Similar to um, who had the, I think he was doing the that guy in between scenes. Oh, um, so so. Yeah. Like a very suave British would happen before in the chat before we went into the next. Man of Madon had that as well, uh, which I think is part of that. But yeah, mm -hmm. hella confused. What? No, I was I was trying to I'm just, trying to look up the woman's just name. Online shopping at this point. He's like, I am. I'm trying to get my Amazon uh, my Amazon shopping done. It's Prime Day, so go do your Prime stuff. I don't know if it's actually really? Prime Day. I don't, I don't know. Is. Maybe, <laughs> dude. It's it's like the third of July. Anyway, that when Prime Day is. I gave away when we recorded this podcast. Now they're going to come dox us. Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's go into uh, Abigail and Nick, since I don't care uh, what we how we how we approach this. But okay. uh, uh, you Abigail's go off as Abigail. 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 She's a bit. She's still a bit of a bit. Oh, she was super nice. Yeah, oh. their their task their task was going and finding firewood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, together, uh, and so they're walking along the little path, and they're like, you know, joshing a little bit, have a little convo, nothing too mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, and then you're given the option of choosing uh, two directions to go. You can either go uh, down the quarry, I rock path. Uh, one is road, and the a different combo. Uh, yeah. And I watched the, the quick time event thing <laughs> at the beginning, the animation. And it's like, 
sometimes a path that seems dangerous is really the path to choose. Uh, and clearly it was like rocks coming down, and like that was like, ooh, this is supposed to be scary, but it's the right one, and they go down the other one, they get attacked by a bear. And I was like, okay. I listened, and I learned. So I went down Rocky Road. Uh, and other than, other than some crackly, scary rock noises, nothing happened. Nothing happened. So... So, in Prince, we watched the clip. Interpreted from, and we interpreted the to me. Mmm, interesting. So, what happens is you all, bear. Uh, you do. <laughs> uh, you, you're walking along, and uh, this really picturesque scene up in the trees, and there's a sunset. Oh, we do this too. And with the boar. Yeah. yeah. And she paints the picture. Yeah. Abigail starts uh, sitting behind me. She's like, says, whether you want to uh, actually leave me or make a joke of her drawing. And mm -hmm. I was like, draw Nick. Because I thought, you know, da, 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 da. Mm, poor choices. Wrong choice. Draws like, <laughs> Nick's like, oh, draw me. Abigail just it's like, I'll draw this. That we'd be, uh, and I was like, oh, okay, all right. Um, she'd be very rich in the zone. I, I, I defended her in the in, and I was rock with Nick. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we just complimented her drawing, and yeah, she we, was very grateful for that. Her draw, we just let her draw her thing, and I was like, oh, my God, that's beautiful. And she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, that's, like, actually good. Like, you're really good. And she's like, oh, my God, thank you. And I mean, she also did, like, the, the artist approach where she's like, I mean, it's it's fine. Like, it's, it's not great. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's exactly. It's like, and we're like, okay, exactly. shut the fuck up. Uh, fuck off. And then we sat next to her. Uh, we take a little seat, let her do her thing, have a, have a little combo, and a little pig! A little cute piggy! Cutest little pig in the world. Behind. Little, little adorable piggy. And we're like, oh my god, that is the cutest thing I have ever seen mm -hmm. in my entire life. Uh, and we both get up, and we approach it, and then the mama pig comes. And that's not mm. that's The mama boar is angry that you're touching yeah. this little baby. It's a rusty yeah. bush. Oh shit. It's, um... Duty where put the bunny on a X. So yeah, it was like it's time. A B. Yeah, in the middle, and you can not to do anything. And just to save the girl because I was like, so did we. He doesn't say. He just kind of pushes her to the ground. Yeah, he just ground other of the wall that was. Was just on it. Or her, to be honest. Just, just, just the pig. Yeah. And uh, then yeah. and she's like, ah, ah, I'm like, Let and then you get a, a video, a cartoon. Yeah, showing you about like the the yeah, little kind of not the quick time events, but if you're yeah, if you're enemies, uh, it's like the breathing thing, right? You describe it, Jerry. Yeah, you got to hold X to hold your breath. Yeah, yes. You. They did a. I have it in the as well. Right. I was going to say they did this in Until Dawn, except it wasn't hold X. You had to keep the controller still. And if you move the controller, that's what acted. Like if you were trying to be stealthy or be quiet. That sounds other than this. Yeah. In 
in my playthrough of Until Dawn, I had managed to keep everyone alive and safe until there was one of these parts where I had to be quiet and I had to hold the controller still and the Windigo kind of jumped out and it's a jump scare and I moved the controller and that set up a series of events where all of my characters, most of them ended up dying at towards the end. I was yeah. like, well, fuck. In this one, it's quite hard. Do you have to hold the button? Yeah. What happens if you're walking around? It's huge. Sense where the is and where it's walking. And the idea is you have to hold your breath and there's a moment for you to escape, in which case you let go of the button. Yeah. And so, I'm assuming the idea is there was to let go and would come back into the corner of the. And something right. bad happened. Or like in bad situation. You got him. I don't I don't think anything bad could happen now. I think right. a lot of this was like tutorial stuff, like showing you these are the events. If you do mess up later on, it can be bad, but right now I don't think there was a lot of um and this is, and this okay. is my theory of why. Because Jared's wife Sarah was in the room when we played through this section and she was like, Oh my god, yes. someone's gonna die and I was like, No 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 one's gonna die. We haven't played all the characters yet. And this is a rule. Yeah, they lull you into game. a false sense of security. Played, we hadn't played as Caitlin yet at this point. Uh, which, <laughs> yeah. which means that the mm, Jacob and Emma part happens before this is what I've just remembered. But it doesn't matter. We can recap that. Yeah. It, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. Uh, but yes, if you haven't played as all the characters, characters don't die. That's just uh, rule number one. Now you can go on paths it, that really? will lead to their deaths potentially, uh, but they won't die right. yet. Which... It was funny too because immediately after you said that, it like faded out the yeah, screen like, and it said, player one Caitlin. plays Caitlin and you're like, son of a bitch. Like, well, <laughs> Something's going to happen. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that section. They kind of like get up, and the pig just walks off, like it wasn't gonna. Yeah, they just walk anyway. off. And they're like, <laughs> um, and then you get back and you talk to Jacob, and Jacob's like, "Did you fuck her in the woods?" And he's like, "What? No." And he's like, "You mm -hmm. need to make a move, man." I'm like, so weird, weird vibes. Don't do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Consent's important, kids. I think I think I made like a snarky comeback. I think there was like a. A thing where it might be a bit later on, but he's like, he's like, oh, how's your time with Abigail? And yeah, like sort of it's when they it's when they meet and back up at the bonfire after we've gone through everyone's sections. Yeah, and I I was just like, oh, how's Emma? And Holy he completely shit. doesn't understand what I was going for, and he was just like, oh, dude, it's so good. Like she's totally gonna stay with me. I was like, no, it's just it just uh, went completely. Something happens later where those three getting a little. I can tussle uh but we'll we'll go back oh. to the uh the jacob and emma section uh of this and yes, they're so. they're they're going to get food and drank for the p-a-p-a-t-y the fuck not some czar uh, so yeah they're, they're gonna get zooted um yeah so they go to the the store i honestly don't know what it is. Yeah, it's like a, it's like the the camp general store or something like that that's what i kind of put right put together. See, i i don't know because we don't have camps like this in the uk Oh, so we don't really. Well, you, well, you have like, um, like it'll be sort of like a resort that kids will go to in the summertime, but it's not like you guys where it's a camp in the middle of nowhere. So like you wouldn't have like a general store there or anything like that. Um, mm. So this idea was completely alien to me. Unfortunately or fortunately, me and Jared were raised very religious. Uh, and so there's lots of church camps. Our camps were church camps, which A means no oh. demons were going to set foot on that shit. But B, it was just <laughs> a lot of praying and singing. 
and not a lot of camp activities. Uh, like, no, no fucking was happening at church camp, unfortunately. No, no or one fortunately, was I don't any, know. Well, I don't know. I wasn't fucking anyone, regardless. It could have been, it could have been <laughs> yeah. orgy camp, and I still would have been a virgin. I mean, uh, it was also like, <laughs> but, how old was you when you were here? Like, 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 like you twelve, sort of twelve. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah we like, were we were like high school. Times like times that people were fucking, just not me. It's like yeah. an uh, it's like a American trope. I feel like, isn't it? Like sort of like summer camp love and all that stuff. Like, there's always yeah. There's always stories in movies of like, oh yeah, I had a summer camp love and I never saw them again. Yeah. They were the one that got away and blah blah blah. Not when you haven't hit puberty yet and you're five six and look like a fourteen year old girl. Um, but uh, <laughs> other people were fucking getting it. I'm sure uh, they were breaking all the, the mm. of God's laws. Um, so we didn't really have good camp experiences. But you know, I get to live vicariously through gaming now to have camp experiences where people I do where my fucking drink and, and fuck each other. <laughs> um, so they go to this camp general store, which looks like what a gas station looks like in games that are after a zombie apocalypse. Like, like yeah. children just ransacked the store. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> yeah, broken really crates and shit around. And yeah. you're just like, this place is fucking empty. What happened here? Uh, so did you yeah. break the door down? Yeah, because Jacob was yes. taking a sweet time to uh, try to unlock it with lock. whatever he was trying to, and Emma and kicked Emma it down. Steel Boots McGulliger, who's now kicked two doors mm-hmm. of her playthrough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I just, I just want to say, like, to the to the guys that are listening, there, there's nothing wrong with like not being able to do something. Like, if you can't yeah. lock pick a door, that that's okay. You don't need to keep that's trying to do fair. it just to impress the girl. Also, uh, uh, as someone who happens, is a fucking yeah. nerd and spent a lot of time learning how to pick locks because I thought that would be a useful skill in my life. No girl has ever been impressed with that. Uh, just <laughs> I, was imp- I was impressed by it, so yeah, I mean, well, I don't know if that means anything. And that's not what I was going for. So, uh, you know, <laughs> we're also related. So that's not fun. I guess yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Uh, but general store ransacked, and um, you are looking around, and Jacob's like, Oh, yo, there's fucking watermelons. You can just drill a hole in it and or put your vodka. vodka in it. And I immediately, as soon as he talked about drilling holes, I, was I thought he was going to fuck the watermelon. Fuck the watermelon. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. <laughs> Don't they, too? They're like, yeah, it's like, oh, it's the second most fun, fun thing you could do with a watermelon. Yeah. I was like, it's made of yeah, exactly. watermelon. <laughs> Exactly. He 100% is apple pie. Was it American pie? That's yeah, it, yeah. yeah exactly. American pie. pie. Big, Ameri- big American pie vibes. He, he is the um, horniest person on the planet. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. He also does the classic and then melon he, titties, which is, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Melon titties, classic. Like look, at, look, at, look at my melons. Yeah. Of the physical mm-hmm. comedy with melons, there's only so many options. And he, he really yeah. them all. Uh, and then you also find the uh, pop bean up. Peanut butter butter pops. P- peanut, peanut butter, 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 butter pops. pops. We should learn the song yeah. and dance and perform it here on the show. <laughs> Let us not do that. It seems like a, yeah. like a weird attempt to like a world building where they're like, oh, this is something mm-hmm. that like high schoolers do. Like we have like these things we connect with our childhood, like Reese's Pops. Everyone, yeah. I don't know yep. if this is universal for the UK, but when we were growing up, there was like Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs, Reese's Peanut Puffs, chocolate flavor. chocolate flavor. It's the same thing, except they couldn't use an okay. actual licensed song, so they just made one up about a non-existent snack. Uh, Ours was just um, "You've Been Tangoed," which is just the Tango Drinks Company and an 
orange man who would just walk around slapping people in the back of the head and then not be there when they turned around. It was that's terrifying. Really <laughs> it's one that your culture, what didn't really just like dominate the entire world, you know? <laughs> yeah, and like uh, it, it led to a pandemic in the UK where people went around, uh, quote unquote, happy slapping people, which was just slapping people in the back of the head as hard as they could. It's it's a weird thing. Um, but That's essentially, wild. they are they I are like the diabetes. cheesy puffs from South Park. So yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They sing a stupid fucking song, and then they have to keep looking for booze because it's not a party unless you're drunk. Uh, and so they go into this like back room. That's part of it. That's like yeah, four Jacob, times yeah, the size like, of the storeroom, mind you. Yeah, it's like yeah. where they store all the food store. and everything. Yeah. And there's a giant cage in there, and no one talks about it. They're just like, yep, this is the big cage where snacks are kept. I did not see the giant cage. What fucking giant cage? Oh, really? When you're walking through, it's not the very back door that you're talking about, Ben, where he does lockpick. It's when you're in first walking into the general store, and you head back, almost kind of like the storage area. There's this big, long cage that's kind of on the right side of that room that you can go in and out of. Where you're walking through the um, aisles on the left yeah. side, on the far right side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, yeah, this yeah. Mesh yeah, yeah, yeah. cage that I'm yeah. like, yeah. It, it's got big um big like chow cell vibes it's like this is where we keep the important shit yeah this is where we keep the bad children uh and so yeah. you continue walking through this place as as uh, emma and emma is a fucking, emma. she's a she's a prankster she's a little jokester she's she's she, yeah, yeah she's out she's here like, low gotcha yeah he, she saw watermelon titties and was like i'm gonna up this and finds the <laughs> most horrifying clown mask and is like oh i got jacob right now and so she puts on the clown mask <laughs> Uh, and hides, uh, and then suddenly Jacob walks by her. She's like Jacob, and then it doesn't scare him because he's like. Did ah. you pick up the clown mask, Ben? I did not even find the clown mask. Oh, oh. It, well, it, it, it might be a nod to like Until Dawn as well because there's like Wasn't the guy like that has DLC? like the mask. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, is it a VR game? They had like a VR rail shooter where you shot a bunch of clown mask people as well. It might have been. It might have um, been that too. It was but just yeah, a silly so banter. Yeah, you go through the cage area and you get to another door, and you have the choice of kick the door open or call over Jacob. I called over Jacob. He comes and yeah, unlocks same. the door, and this is where we start to get the juicy goss in this Emma and Jacob situation. The tea. Yeah, there's much tea. Uh, there's also much shotgun and much shotgun shells, um, which was interesting. You uh, wouldn't be a game taking place in America up. if just guns weren't lying around loaded, right? Yeah. yeah, it's just there, and Emma picks it up, and Jacob's like, "What the fuck? You don't need that." And she's like, uh, oh, "Bears, bro, I need this. bears." <laughs> yeah, and so um, you also—I don't know if you guys found this. You, I'm assuming you did because it's pretty obvious. There are the bags. two backpacks, mm-hmm. yeah, in the back area that have been scratched and there's blood like dried blood on it and immediately you're like oh okay that's not good and that opens up the evidence tutorial um which basically talks about how in the end you'll need to be able to prove what you're saying because without evidence what you're saying will just sound crazy cool mechanics so it seems yeah it seems as if we're gonna need to have this like evidence to back up whatever it is we say at the end of the game yeah you also find the code to the um to the safe, safe. Yes. which is oh that's it the shotgun shells on on the gun 
because yeah the shotgun shells aren't there it's just the shotgun yeah because nothing says gun safety like giving the code to the ammunition on (laughs) on the weapon uh you also find a a box of some alcohol it doesn't really i think it's beer maybe i don't yeah it's like it's some sort of glass container in like a six pack it's hard kombucha you know it's just oh, yep, it's yep. it just funny because that, that definitely feels like like a camp like high school thing like they have like a twelve pack of beers but that twelve pack split between the I eight did, of them yeah. is not gonna I do anything for any of them pack of beers and I would just get a tummy ache and feel sad that would be what would happen yeah. exactly nothing, nothing but they're like yeah fun. we got beer guys woo so, yeah we got beer there's there's uh, one and a quarter each no more yeah exactly uh, but now it's officially they have the, a party we went they have the ration out their beer bottles into watermelons to uh, some beer. That's that's the, yeah. that's the roller coaster we went down. Um, yeah, and then we take know, the gun with us though too. Yeah, she does keep it. Jesus Christ. Uh, yes, she takes the gun with her, uh, and we're leaving. And there is, I have to call this out because it is the strangest dialogue choice. I don't know what the fuck happened, but they're like, he's like, oh, we're gonna carry this back in a wheelbarrow, and she goes, a what? And he goes, a wheelbarrow. It's a you use like he has to describe a fucking what a wheelbarrow. I don't know what happened. It must have been like the VP of game design at this company. Someone was like, oh, they can just use a wheelbarrow. And he's like, a what? And they're like, sir, a a wheelbarrow. Uh And then he's like, oh, we need to we need to explain that because I don't know what that is uh, in the game. (laughs) Like that's the only explanation. Everyone knows what a wheelbarrow is. No one is. But it came off. uh... It came off as some like joke. Like she was just like being silly and stuff like that. But I. it was just weird. It was yeah. awkward. Like, what is um, actually, it's a wheelbarrow, not a wheelbarrow, if you want to be technical. Yeah, dumbass. <sighs> Whatever. It's not like you invented <laughs> But yeah, nonetheless, we, uh-huh. we, have, uh, we have a wheelbarrow, and um, we are yeah. going to ship all this stuff back. But first, we open the safe. We find a so- shotgun, shotgun shells, and we find a box of fireworks. And Jacob's like, yo, fireworks. Bro, we do not. We did not take the fireworks. We're like, bad idea, bad idea. We oh, were already yeah. supposed to be quiet Literally in the first the place. One no, rule was be quiet. And he's like, yeah. giant yeah. explosions. And we're like, no, no, Jacob. No. Also, we're in a forest. Uh, forest fires. Yes. So this was the premonition. There was the premonition of a firework box. Jacob put it down somewhere, and something happened to cause the fireworks to explode in the general store. Why? We oh, interesting. So I was like. I'm not giving this guy the fireworks. Also because he has massive dumb Chad energy. And yeah, he does. I was like, this is the last guy that I want to give fireworks <laughs> to. You know, forest fires and all of that stuff. Like, this is not... He's yeah. not working at peace. He's, he's not thinking rationally. Also, exactly. Also, see him fire it's... a shotgun later. It's not good. Yeah, bad choice. Bad choice. Not a good idea. Yeah. Uh, um, but that was the end of Emran Jacobs' arc. Yes. And, right. Um, and they all, they all cultivate at the, the bonfire. Yes. Yeah, we, we well, do the stuff with Abigail and Nick, and then mm-hmm. we come back to the van, and we're like, oh, yo, we've got this, we've got that, let's get this party started. And there's a weird dick measuring contest between Nick and Jacob, where they're like... We're for the shoot, snacks. We're going to have a They want the snacks. For the peanut butter pops. And instead yes. of sharing, like, fucking sane human beings from a European country, they're like, let's shoot for snacks, because that is, you know, yeah. yep. that's, that's America, folks. Uh, and so they're like, yep. okay. And then Caitlin, for some reason, I mean, thank God, someone here has half a brain cell, and she's like, okay, look. At first, she's resistant. She's like, put the fuck. Yeah, she's like, put the fucking. Yeah, she's like, why do you have a gun? What the fuck are you? Doing? This is only gonna end one way, which is someone getting hurt. 
And then they, they sort of wear her down where she's like, fine, I will be the supervisor of this. Anything I say goes. Uh, and then just cue a montage of just like terrible gun safety where at one point uh, Jacob points the gun at both Nick and Caitlin. Uh, it's just real bad. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I think. Go for it. Continue. I was just going to say this section is an awesome tutorial for the gun mechanics. Like, well, that's I what, like I, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. I like how they worked it in here. Uh, you do the shooting competition, you play as Nick. 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 You play as Nick. Yeah. Uh, and you shoot watermelons and these, like, 40-ounce, like, glass bottles that they sit on a tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, like, kind of, it's like it's played up as, like, this is a shooting tutorial. So clearly there's going to be shooting yeah. later in this game. Um, and you mm-hmm. aim using the flashlight, which is cool. There's, like, a flashlight on the, the barrel of the shotgun, and that's kind of, like, how you aim at things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, overall I thought that was, like, an interesting yeah. way of doing that and approaching it. Yeah. Even... It, even though it's kind of common knowledge in video games and stuff, it also explains about the further away you are, the more spread, so there's less damage. The closer you yeah. are, more damage. Well, and um, you just fucking annihilate Jacob. Nick is a great like, shot. Yeah. Jacob is absolutely fucking stupid. And you're like, oh, fuck you, Jacob. I won. Or they're my snacks. And Caitlin's like, I bet. Wait. And then it turns out she's a better shot than fucking Nick is. <laughs> yeah. She just, yeah. She just goes fucking akimbo. She just goes ham. Like, yeah. And I, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming that those uh, those are now her snacks. It's never officially said, but I'm assuming that by I, by way of law. By yeah. proxy, it's her snacks. I personally have no connection to the snacks. I can give two fucks who gets the snacks at the end of the day. Bro, you don't like peanut butter butter pops? I I don't even know what that Pop would taste like. I'm not a big peanut butter snack person. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. Ooh, I love peanut butter. They make they make my mouth dry. Yeah. Like peanut butter pretzels, like that, like like when they're inside and it's like that dry ass paste that you're trying to get. It's oh yeah, you can't be having like peanut butter on its own or something, bro. That's like and pretzels are dry enough yeah, as it is. It's not a great. It's not a great time. Uh, um, anyway, yeah. But now we we end up playing everybody's uh, favorite party game, Truth or Dare. Uh, Truth or Dare. Yeah. Which has to be clarified. And so, I don't know who says it. I think it's Caitlyn. And it's like, does that mean we can kiss each other? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Weird. I wonder weird who she wants to kiss. Yeah, exactly. Um, I can't remember what happens, but we're we're playing we're sure playing as Ryan at, in this Truth or Dare game, right? I think Ryan's the character that we're playing as. Yeah, but Everyone. what the bit I remember happens is um. Emma is given truth or dare to kiss either Nick or Jacob. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, oh, okay, Nick, uh, pucker up. And she goes over and she kisses Nick. And uh, she kisses Nick a bit longer than she should. And Nick's a bit more into it than you think he would be. Hold on. There's also another uh, advancement in our uh, Dylan and Ryan saga. Oh, yeah, with the driving. Because Dylan is driving to kiss two people. He's given the option to kiss Caitlyn or Dylan. And because mm-hmm. we are thirsty, thirsty boys when it comes to the Dylan and Rydog story. Pucker up Dylan. Uh, Hell yeah. They kiss each other kiss and Dylan. they don't look like they don't enjoy it. I'm just being honest. Exactly. No. They look like no. it. And he, and, and, and he got up to kiss Ryan too. Ryan had the dare, but he, mm-hmm. Dylan got up to kiss Ryan. So then there's yeah, that, It's it. very much that like, we don't want to act like we're enjoying it because, you know, we don't know if these American people are a bit homophobic or not. Yeah. So we're going to act like we kind of don't enjoy it, but we do we enjoy, enjoy it. it. They Absol- were both absolutely. hard after that. Uh, and then there's uh, a very weird 
trope with Abigail where Dildog she is just like, doesn't Yo, answer. you ever fuck before? And she just sits there, and he's like, anyone at camp you fuck before? And she's like, no. Oh, because you get the chance to pipe up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you. he also is like, have you ever fucked anyone before? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's like, have you ever fucked anyone before? Trying to ask if she's like a virgin or not. And she's stumbling and the game's kind of prompting you to re- be like, oh, she's a virgin. No, we let and her sit in her silence. Ryan... <laughs> oh, see, I piped up and as Ryan, I was like, dude, like, what the fuck? That's a bit too much. And he was like, I meant anyone at camp. Mm. And then Abigail's like, oh, no, no, no one at camp. Or any- anyone. Or anyone. Abigail. Let's normalize, you know, virginity. Yeah. It's okay. You know? Yeah. Besides, clearly uh, Nick is, is trying to get there, so chances yeah. are. With whomever. Literally anyone. Dylan, not Nick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because that is afterwards is when you have that Nick and Emma situation. Yeah. Um, and Emma decides that she wants to kiss Nick. She doesn't want to kiss Jacob. She walks over and sits on Nick's lap, and they kiss, and then they keep kissing. And I, I, I would lean into, like, Emma, make out. They made out for yeah, a little they bit. They start making out. Jacob, yeah, I guess so. Yo, bro, why you fucking kissing my girl, dog? Why you, why you, why you Mm -hmm. putting your mouth on my girl's mouth? And you're just like, dude. This is also the the fucking absolute most dickest fin, right? Because in chapter one, the game plays it up about how close Emma and Abigail are. They're like summer sisters at camp. Like you know, it's the fact that Emma sits down wipes the saliva off of her mouth and looks at Abigail and says he's a good kisser to which Abigail understandably is absolutely fucking well she gets up and walks into the forest yeah exactly she's like fuck this I'm out and that folks is how this section ends the end Mm -hmm. of chapter 2 and the end of this section of the podcast which I can only imagine at this point is probably like three and a half hours long but let's I am making a proclamation. I am not letting Dylan or Ryan die until they, they have them. seen this through and fucked. Yes. Like yeah. they cannot die hundred percent without having I don't done know that. what the main plot of this game is. If they the new main plot of this game. This is my plot. That is right. <laughs> is, this, is this a love story? Or if or if they story. if they die in each other's arms, that works for me too. I'm fine with oh, that that's outcome. Even Dive in exactly. simulator twenty twenty two. section of the game was uh, and if we're excited or not to see how the rest of this game plays out and let's start with the one the only the British badass Ben Wallace oh, okay so let's hype up Jared oh. okay okay oh um so I, I would say this game was like an hour and a half ish at this point uh, roughly um it it's strange because I am very, very intrigued to see where this story goes. Uh, I'm very intrigued to see who the hag is and how the hag ties into these people that are hunting something, as well as all of the love triangles and the love connections we have going on with the camp counsellors. I will say that towards the end of this section, I felt like it was starting to drag just a little bit. Um, I got to the end 
interested in what was happening but also kind of relieved that that section was over it's a I think that's more my issue is that I kind of wanted it to be sort of chapter 2 with shit starting to go down um, but the prologue and the first two chapters are very much scene setting of this is the relationship between the counsellors and this is what's happening in the greater picture around the quarry but even with that I'm still interested to see how it all plays out because at the minute it's a fucking open book anything could happen I know someone's going to die on that fucking ladder in the trapdoor basement area 100% that's going to come back to bite me in the ass. Um, and I just, I just want to make driving happen. That's that's my goal now. <laughs> that's driving for life. All right, uh, let's go over to the melanated madman himself, Jer Bear Stare. In which I will just stare as my response, and I will pass it back to you. Um, no, I I really enjoyed what we've played so far. Like Ben said, probably like an hour and a half or so. Um, and I think they've done a good job of, like you said, the, this prologue in these first two chapters are very much scene setting. We know about the world. We know about the quarry. We kind of know some supernatural aspects around the area that we're in. And then we have these two mystery individuals that are very ominous. They're very like foreboding. And we don't know what their, their, their role is in, in the story just yet. Um, uh, we, we didn't really talk about it a ton, but the voice acting is very cheesy, but I, I think that's like the intention, you know, it kind of feels like it's, it's, that's the point of this because of the, the trope they're going for this kind of slasher movie teen at a camp kind of thing. So I think that cause I've also saw people had problems with it, like, Oh, the writing's bad or the, 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 whatever. I think it fits the bill. I think it fits the story that people are going for. And I don't think that that hinders my experience at all with the narrative. Um, I I liked how kind of this played out. I think that, in, in my opinion, it kind of flowed well. These prologue and first two chapters did a good job of establishing these characters. And now we're like, they've lulled us into this false sense of security. And now we've kind of have attachments to certain <laughs> characters. And now they're going to be like, hey, guess what? They're going to die if you don't do the right thing. And that's when they're going to rip your heartstrings. We'll d try our best. Dryan is the, the couple that we're going to keep alive forever. We will try our mm -hmm. best to not separate them um yeah i think i think what the game did in its storytelling and pacing was was done well to kind of establish these characters uh the game's beautiful like the game on ps5 looks really good oh. like walking around on some of yeah, these I like comment on that but yeah yeah these these kind of wide angle shots when you're like above the shoulder uh when you're walking as either abigail that's when i saw it the most walking as abigail kind of through the kind of i, I would imagine with like, the sleeping quarters kind of where we found our bags just the trees and the lighting and everything the game looks really good uh the facial animation is done like really well on some characters like abigail and everything and then for some reason like emma and nick both of them have what like what is wrong with Emma's mouth? Yeah, both Emma and Nick, their mouth like <laughs> like animations are like really off, and it's a little yeah, weird. There was one part they tried to make her too hot. That's what happened. The, the graphics just can't. There was she overloaded. Where like Emma was talking, and it looked like her mouth dislocated, and, like her jaw <laughs> dislocated, like a snake, and it just went fucking massive. Yeah. And we was me and my brother just looked at each other like, what the fuck. Yeah, so so like there's there's some instances with like Emma and Nick that I'm like, oh yeah, this it's not great. But then Abigail and some of the other ones, Caitlin, it's done really well in some instances where you can like, oh it, 
it kind of dips into the uncanny valley a little bit. You're like, this looks real, and it makes me a little uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm completely enjoying and intrigued in the experience, interested to see what happens next. Yeah, there is this weird, just to call out the facial animation, there's this weird juxtaposition between, like, some things are clearly, like, enhanced cutscenes where the facial animations are much better and then sometimes they use the in-engine animation as the cutscene animation and like where they decide to do that is always very strange to me because like sometimes it it feels Mm -hmm. odd and like sometimes it'll look really good you'll get like an up-close view of someone's face and you can see like the pores in their face and like the blemishes and then other times it's just like you're looking at like what is an early 2013 like fps like facial animation and i'm just like what what was the decision making here? But that, yeah. that that was that was it is strange when they decide to switch back and forth between those things. But yeah, we didn't yeah. even talk about the fixed camera angles. I realized. Yeah. 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 I, do you not think like to me? I think they'll add something later on. Maybe not in this chapter, but I always think that when you have horror games that have fixed camera angles, mm-hmm. I think it works really well. Because, like it's intentional. Um, they have that intention. It's intentional, yeah, and that that's why some of like the early Resi games were so scary, because they right. were fixed camera angles, and stuff would come across, and you had no control over it. I mean, this does remind me a lot of Resident Evil 6. Like, not really. At all. But, like, kind of. Seven? Because you have, like, the two <laughs> weird, like, white cannibal people. Is it seven? It's Six seven. 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 Seven's the one with the Baker family. Seven. Yeah. Resident Evil 7. Uh, he's white cannibals, and just, like, some of the, like, mood kind of feels that way. And especially, like, when you're navigating through the hallways of the uh, the store with Jacob. Like, I was like, oh, mm. this, this feels very similar. Um, I'll, yeah. I, I'll go. Is everyone done? I'll summarize my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're good. Uh, go for it. Okay, cool. This is, like, a guilty pleasure story, right? Like, you have some things that are, like, really brilliant and that, like, are, like, make you think. Uh, and we've played games like that. And then sometimes you have, like, reality shows like the Kardashians. And, like, it's not great for you, but it's, like, you know, it's entertaining a little bit. You're, like, into it. Uh, that's what this is. <laughs> you know, you're not going to get anything great out of this, but it's, like, fun. And you can, like, root for character and romance them. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. why else do we play games, to be honest uh and you know i'm already a little bit connected to some characters and i already am like i'm okay to lose you to some and like that's fun because i know they're gonna die because i'm not perfect and this is not gonna go well uh for a lot of them (laughs) um but yeah it's i i'm excited to see what happens moving forward i think that the choice to use licensed music uh adds something just a little special to it a little more cinematic uh, than your normal games, which is usually just mm-hmm. like some ambient, you know, kind of compositions to play in the background. I think having those yeah, like, breaks of almost like super high quality commercial kind of feeling, like it's good. It feels it feels nice. It feels supernatural. Um, I think a lot of the dialogue between the characters is pretty corny, but I kind of like that. Like it feels yeah, uh, it feels like how I think a twelve to fourteen year old would interpret being a teenager. Like, that's the perspective yeah. it's written. <laughs> yeah, from, absolutely. Right? Like, if you're like, hmm, what does 18-year-olds do when you're, like, 12 years old? And they're like, they just fucking drink each other, and they don't know what a wheelbarrow drink is. And, other? like, that's, you know, that's just, <laughs> like, I, that's the perspective this game was written from. And I kind of enjoy it. I'm like, yeah, I get this. Like, I get where this is coming from. And I know it was written by adults, and that's slightly concerning, and I hope they don't uh, promote these toxic behaviors that their characters do. But, like, generally, like, they're an interesting group 
uh, of of teens who are thrust together in this capacity. Um, I think the mechanics of the game work really well. Um, I think the facial animations are kind of a low point when it comes to the game's overall kind of joie de vivre. There, there's some moments where you're like, oh, that feels bad. Like You should have maybe mm-hmm. spent an extra day on that mouth. Um, Just but, Emma's uh, mouth. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that the setup was super cool. I really liked the prologue. I think that added something, as I said earlier, that like was a little different. It was a little bit of a different approach of having like these like dissected bisected whatever the word is storylines that run parallel to each other where you're like okay this is how we open it and clearly Mm -hmm. there's more going on here than you know and then kind of back into this normal gossipy boring teen story um i think they could have done the van a little bit better like the van just could have not worked they didn't have to have uh jacob sabotage it a reason for it weird to have Mm -hmm. someone make that choice and i'm assuming that's because it comes up later when they find out that he did that when everything goes wrong and that that drives right and now it's his fault that like people are dying yeah that their people are dying right like i get that motivation uh maybe a little bit better of a way they could have approached that um but overall i'm very excited to play through this game i really like these games i like the the mechanic of choosing your own story and seeing how it unfolds and especially like right now uh, obviously, between us and, and Ben, we have a pretty similar setup because it has to be. This game sets itself up, and then your decisions start snowballing into wider and wider deviations in what happens. And so I'm interested to see how yeah. wide we get as a group uh, from from you know yeah. our, our actual storylines. And I think that's going to be really cool to talk about. But I'm I'm hopeful. Um, as Jared said, this yeah. game got medium temp reviews, a lot of sevens, which is sevens. Good, not great. A lot of compares comparison to until dawn and then being like until dawn is a better game but like we'll see i'm so far yeah, hopeful yeah, we'll i think it's good i think it's yeah. mechanically better than until dawn and i think that you know yeah there's gonna be a there's we'll see how the story plays out but i'm, I'm hopeful one one thing I, I i saw too is there was 180 different outcomes so that should be that should mm-hmm. be interesting i was gonna mention that at some point i forgot to but yeah yeah so that should be you're right i think uh, that we're not seeing yeah, we're not seeing a lot of variation now because this is kind of what they had to do to set up. And we've obviously seen some differences and maybe had like different things that we had seen. But like you were saying, this has to kind of go a certain way. And then at this point, this feels kind of what you were saying, man. This feels like chapter three is when things are going to start picking up. Yeah. Now our gang is now separated back into the woods. And that's never, never a good idea. And that's... Uh, no. Yeah. And I'm suddenly now filled with this dread that the game knows that fans are gonna side with Dryan and that some point down the line we're gonna have to add Caitlin choose between Dylan and Ryan and I I don't want that. I'm gonna be honest man the video game realm is pretty homophobic I don't know if that is like people are really like I reckon we'll we'll see I reckon I reckon they're like setting it up to be like these two characters are close because it, it just feels like that's if you take away the fact that they're two men, that's kind of the trope. It's like make the make the player fall for these two characters and like these two characters, and then make yeah. them choose which one dies. And I guess I guess those are the only two characters that see. Well, I, I would say that, or argue that like Nick and Abigail feel like they're also close, them, and then or yeah, it will be the, Jeff, right. it will be Dylan and Ryan, or oh. Abigail and, and Nick. Yeah, I exactly. If you're like someone who's a little uncomfortable with this, if you're more for like the Caitlyn and Nick thing. Cause like, right, because you could have played into that, too. Caitlin, you could have played Caitlin Caitlin Ryan. Like I feel like Ryan right. 
is very vague with his feelings towards either of them. Mm. And so you can kind of yeah. input, like, we're definitely, we're we're LGBTQ plus fans. And so we're like, yeah, we, yeah. we want these two to be. We're all but for I'm wondering that. if you're just like some kid from Kansas, not that you can't be a, you know, uh, a lefty from Kansas, <laughs> but just saying, if you're like, mm, I'm going to put Caitlin with Ryan here. And like that's just the way that you read that situation. <laughs> that black man needs himself a nice, cute Chinese <laughs> cute girlfriend. Chinese girl. Uh, it's true. Ooh, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's there's some good character dynamics going on. Obviously, Emma's just yeah. a big ass wrench in everyone's fucking pudding, and so we'll see how that plays out. A big ass dual wielding wrench, and yeah, and everybody's. Like, uh, I am hot and chaos, and that is. I am hot. I she, got a big mouth, and I know what to do with my feet. She, what you yeah. <laughs> she, she woke up and chose violence every step of the way in our playthrough. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah but that—that's all for this chapter. In, in the next episode, we will be covering chapters three, which I have the name for them both here. Uh, chapter three, which is uh, Trouble in Paradise, and oh. chapter four, Don't Panic. Oh. So if those well, two chapter names well. <laughs> if those two chapter names mean anything, uh, I think things are going to start start picking up in in the next episode. So be be sure to check that out. Uh, but now we're going to get to our recommended sections. Which, if you don't remember, last week we I tasked the guys to bring our favorite television shows, some shows to recommend to the peeps. Um, I guess I'll start. I'll start here with with TV shows. I said I. To be prepared and i don't have any actually like written down that i would want to recommend um one that i love that it may be a, a hard to go back into watching for the first time because it's kind of dated but i love how i met your mother that's a show that i've watched multiple times over and over again and still love it but it is a sitcom from the early 2000s or so and has laugh tracks which we don't really see in tv shows anymore which is weird at first but as you start listening to it obviously it gets more normal um the show is in terms of today's society kind of sexist pretty sexist 100 percent sexist and it's in it yeah, i was i was watching that train yeah. your mind and <laughs> yeah. I, was like... I was like kind of a little bit no no a hundred a hundred percent it is so i can see how that could could put you off because uh it's very misogynistic and it's depiction towards women especially with one of the characters mm. just belittling women and lying to them just for sex at every step you can take it's a little uh, bro culture as well a lot of bro culture so I, I would keep those things in mind if you have never seen it and you see like oh hey there's this show with like nine seasons should i check it out it's kind of well reviewed by other people uh i would keep that in mind uh going going forward um another one i don't watch a ton of tv so this is this is another an interesting one. another one and another one um I just, I guess, keeping it more in like the more sitcoms, modern one, New Girl. I love New Girl. New Girl is another show that I, I enjoy. Comedy. If you love those kind of shows, that that one's great. Another one that has a lot of seasons. I think it's like five or six. Uh, the last one that I'll I'll recommend is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine is absolutely. No, no, uh, absolutely fantastic. That show is hilarious. If you haven't seen Brooklyn Nine Nine, out of all the ones that I re recommended, that one I would definitely recommend checking out. Uh, that's all. That's all I had. What say you, to go Kai? Or... Yeah. Um, so, so my recommendation is not for everyone. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I grew up on American crime shows, 
which all go the same way. Uh, yeah. Someone dies violently. The police do nothing productive and then solve a murder, which is not what happens in the real world because we never solve murders because after 48 hours, you pretty much give up. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, our boys across the pond got me with uh, a show that I love dearly that I have seen at least over a hundred so times. so much of this with you. Uh, Midsummer Murders, which is a uh, crime teleplay oh, wow. uh, that is about an hour and a half to two hours. Uh, that is a British uh, late 90s, it's still on today, it's on its 23rd season, and I still watch it, uh, of a, a like murder mystery kind of set up in the Cotswolds of England in the nice little prissy, lovely middle part of, the, of your country over there, Ben, and I love this show. I've watched this show since I was 11 years old, and it is it stars John Nettles, who is the most British human being I think I've ever seen on television, and I love it. And it is amazing. It's a perfect television. Please watch it. Uh, it is very boring. Uh, they almost never show any violence in it. The crime is always solved by like, oh, you left the crumpets on the table, and like that's the solution that that leads to the person being found. It's <laughs> or amazing. or it doesn't get solved. A lot of the episodes I've watched yeah. with you, it just yeah, they, they just, just don't solve go it. Anywhere, and it's still two hours, and it's just be it's, first of all, it's beautiful. It, it was shot beautifully in just like the countryside of England, and there's these huge estate homes and these little tiny like village houses, and it's just it's escapism at its best form, uh, and I love it. I love it so much. And that is have you ever watched Poirot? Poirot, Agatha. Agatha Christie's Poirot. I have. I've seen a lot of the Agatha Christie stuff. Uh, not as good, but but yes, Agatha Christie, very similar to to Midsummer and its delivery of murder. Mystery. When 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 you was murder she wrote that, is another I was like, one that, that sounds uh, very uh, in that, very similar in that vein. Uh, murder she wrote is also a good good one. Um, okay, yeah, that's my that's my show. Yeah. Benji, take us home. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm somewhat of a basic bitch when it comes to watching Netflix and <laughs> TV series and stuff like that. So I got a lot again. I got a lot of recommendations because, like I said, YouTube, games, and Netflix is pretty much all I fucking do. So strap in. I'll very quickly run through these. Uh, first one, Breaking Bad. If you've never watched Breaking Bad, you need to watch Breaking Bad. I've, I've never watched series. Breaking Bad. It's very good. Absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, the second one... So I'm going to jump between lots of different genres. The second one is a Netflix series called The Case of Gabriel Fernandez, which is a oh. heartbreaking uh, season about a young boy who was abused and sadly died by his family's hands. Its focus is on the shortcomings of... Which are many... <laughs> Which are many. Our social services could really use help. But you know what could use even more help than our social services? English internet. Sucks dick. I'm gonna be honest. It's not great. Yeah. Hate my fucking life, bro. Hate my fucking life. It's <laughs> gonna <laughs> we got you. Social we, we American win. social service failings. Yeah. Yeah, it's to do with the failings of the social service and how they could have stepped yeah. in to intervene and didn't. Uh, Peaky Blinders, this is one that I've recommended fucking time and time again. Uh, early 1900s crime family rise up from being lower class Birmingham people mm. to high role in mob society. Brilliant. 
there's a documentary on Netflix about Jimmy Savile, who was a very, very popular British TV personality. Terrifying a terrifying human being. It came out after his death that he's responsible oh for like 400 cases of child abuse. And Jesus. It, it revolves around how basically he was so popular in the UK that he was seen as untouchable and incapable of doing anything wrong and how he exploited that belief and basically used it for some very very nasty stuff uh it's heavy topics but if you're interested in that true crime kind of st <laughs> there's there's he's a scene where he's enough is yeah. a very interesting watch <laughs> interviewing a child uh so this is the fucked up thing he invested 10 million pounds into fixing up a spinal rehabilitation hospital in the uk and then proceeded to abuse the spinal injury victims who were unable to move because they Jesus were Christ. essentially easy prey. It's fucking. But he's interviewing this kid, and he the kid draws him as like a nasty creature with these big pointy teeth. And Jimmy Savile's like, "What did I do wrong to you?" And the kid just replies, "Everything," and that just like sums up everything that you need to know about yeah, Jimmy Savile. He, he if you're interested in true crime stuff and that kind of side of understanding crime, it's a good watch, but it is fucking heavy. Uh, I can't remember where it is. There's a series called Life in Pieces. It's very, very similar to Modern Family, but it basically mm. revolves around a big family split up into three people. So you've got the main family and then the grandparents and so on. And it's like three... Each episode is split into like an anthology kind of of like what each of them are doing and how it intertwines with one another it was oh, only three seasons it got it got cut it was very good uh da, 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 da. ozark you haven't watched ozark Ooh, go and watch i've heard ozark. ozark was good i haven't seen it fucking amazing amazing series just finished on netflix uh about a man who gets caught money laundering for the cartel uh the cartel catch him his business partner skimmed money off and so he says to you he says to them hey i can make i can launder 50 million in five years if you just let me go to the ozarks and then he has to then launder that money uh i put game of thrones on here because people need to watch game of thrones i was i've also never seen game of like, thrones i hadn't watched game of thrones for a long long time and then i watched it and i loved it the last season is as shit as people say but it is a good watch um uh, there's a series called the alienist on Netflix, which follows a um, basically a criminal profiler in the early 1900s who went around basically solving crime. Like each season resolves around one crime. It has the guy who plays Baron Zemo from Marvel in it. He plays the main character. Absolutely brilliant. Brooklyn Nine Nine. I put on there. Brilliant. Nine. Like Jared said. Two words from the last thing. <laughs> is there a British show Got called it. Marvel in it? Marvel in it? What do you mean? What? He plays. He plays in Marvel. Zemo. Oh, yeah, I thought Baron Zemo I, in Marvel. I did not understand. I thought there was a British show that's literal title <laughs> was Marvel in it, and it was Marvel like a weird it. like documentary series about being in Marvel shows or movies. I was like, I, I was like, it just he he plays in the Marvel in Marvel shows. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gotham. Gotham is a great 
uh, reimagining of like the Batman, but specifically Jim Gordon and his role in everything Batman. Mm. I apologize for how many I recommend, guys. I'm sorry. Making a Murderer. <laughs> uh, Making a Murderer is a brilliant series on Netflix about a guy who was uh, wrongly accused of being a murderer and then his attempt to prove his innocence and how that all kind of spiraled out of control. The Bodyguard is a British series, so you might have to watch it on the BBC, but it stars Richard Madden, who's been in a whole bunch of stuff. He was in Game of Thrones as well, but he plays a ex-military person who becomes bodyguard to one of the highest ranking MPs in the U- in the country and it's all about the conspiracy around in what she does and the corruption of the government and like so it, it's brilliant it's two seasons long it's really 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 good watch a lot of people sleep on it and then you know because I'm a white guy who likes big titty goth girls and apparently fetishizes Asian girls I got two anime recommendations here um, oh, I think we do it anyway. Go and go and watch Demon Slayer if you haven't watched Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is great, amazing. It's good. Some of the best animation in anime, like probably ever, but definitely in recent years. And go watch My Hero Academia. Fucking love My Hero Academia. Great series. Characters are amazing. And I promise, I'm finished now. I'm done. Dang, I didn't even I didn't think about anime. Watch One Piece. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Don't, no. Don't recommend one. Don't watch this <laughs> anime with 1,020 uh, episodes. I don't know whose choice it is, but I'm choosing next week's topic. Sorry. I think it was Ben's next, but yeah, I think you can go. I don't remember. Uh, we're oh, it's Dad Ben. Oh, he's fine. No, go on. Go on. No, it's no, no, go on. Well, now I want to hear what you're going to recommend. You were no, so confident. Yeah. I want to know. Clearly, Ben has no, a plan. You can't, so. No, you can't blue ball me. You can't just like... Yeah. Fucking... Food brands. We're doing food brands. <laughs> Snack, oh, okay. snack and beverage brands and specifically flavors. Okay. So you can do Doritos, but you have to have a Dorito flavor. Cool Ranch being an mm-hmm. example of that or original not. That's that's gonna be interesting because I imagine we have like very different snacks in yeah. between the two of us. So that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Japanese. We have uh, chili and, heat wave uh, Doritos, which are fucking banning. Uh, we have just, spicy is sweet is chili Doritos. Doritos because your country can't handle spice. Is that is that what it is? <laughs> No, they are they are habanero just, flavored Doritos. They're fucking good, man. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, UK hate coming from Kai on this episode, right? <laughs> oh, careful! I'm fucking throw a Battenberg. Hey, I, you, you have made like, the greatest television show of all time. I owe your country everything, so you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I was did. directly involved in Midsummer Murders. I have you know. <laughs> if you were Ben was Ben was directing, and yeah, it's, he... it's like uh, you know how some countries have like forced military service mm-hmm. everyone in the UK has to do has that some you know has some participation <laughs> in Midsummer. about Midsummer murders is is that I have met 15 British people in my life not mm-hmm. only that but my fiance his entire family is English I have asked every single fucking one of them I'm like you guys watch Midsummer? Like, I want a friend who watches this, and like that's all I want. Anybody, For anybody out there? This is a this old fucking grandmother who lives in the show countryside. Should I let you know? Yeah, that's why. Because in the UK, the only people who watch Midsummer Murders are in their eighties. Yes, she doesn't even it watch the show. Your grandma I went, watches. Grandma Sue, I was like, Grandma Sue's got me. She lives in the countryside. She's like eight quadrillion years old. No, she's like, I don't know what that is. I'm like. I don't run with that basic shit. Fuck off. <laughs> Bullshit. No one. 
Okay, everybody. I, what, Kai, I genuinely, sorry, your your love of Midsummer Murders has genuinely caught me, and I will. I've never in my life watched an episode of Midsummer Murders, and I will watch one. Just, just yes. to, let me start know if you have a. I have. Start in the early. <laughs> shut up, dear. <laughs> start in the early season. That's all I'll tell you. If you really want okay, the late nineties vibes, seasons one through mm-hmm. five. Early, so they slap. Yeah. Okay. So Ben's gonna watch Midsummer. We're going to get out of here. Thanks for so listening. Long. We don't know how long it is. This section alone looks like an hour and a half, and we've hour had technical half. issues. I'm going to six minutes. This section. Oh, mine says an hour and a half. Two and a half hours. I reckon at least two and a half. So, yes, we apologize for the length, but we appreciate you listening, and especially if you got to the end of the episode. Or we don't. Yeah, you're right. I've never uh, but if you do... the length before, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <Hey>! <laughs> And with that, we will get out of here, guys. All of our stuff's on our link tree. Follow us on socials. If you like long episodes, let us know. If you don't, then that's okay, too. Um, but, you, who, yeah. Who, who? Yeah, I, I was. I was. Go to Anime Expo today. one time, and suddenly it's... <laughs> okay, guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time with chapters three and four of The Quarry. I almost said Until Dawn, but I said The Quarry. We love you. Bye. See you later. We love you. Bye, y'all.